This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Wednesday, it's April 22nd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Regions of Pennsylvania that have seen a relatively low number of confirmed cases of the new coronavirus might be able to reopen in a fairly robust way on May 8th, Governor Tom Wolf said Tuesday. Wolf, in a conference call with reporters, said he intends to loosen restrictions on people and businesses in much the same way that he imposed them over the past month, gradually and county by county. More than half of all people who have tested positive for the virus statewide live in Philadelphia and its four suburban counties. So uh, we will not likely be that that first phase. Right. Uh, but many rural counties, by contrast, have been minimally impacted. Five counties have reported just one or two cases. Wolf said the state ha- has made sufficient progress in its fight against the virus to begin gradually reopening some businesses in early May, depending on the availability of widespread di- diagnostic testing and the capacity of the health care system. His health sec- secretary, Dr. Rachel Levine, said last week that uh, contact tracing, identifying people who have been exposed to an infected person so that they can be quarantined will be really important as Pennsylvania emerges from a pandemic that has killed more than 1,500 statewide. But Wolf said the problem is there's no budget for that contact tracing. The Pennsylvania Department of Health has started releasing zip code level information about cases of the novel uh, coronavirus. State officials published an interactive map on Monday that shows the number of confirmed cases of the new virus and the number of negative virus cases. Uh, Health Secretary Rachel Levine said uh, even residents in communities with a relative relatively low number of confirmed cases should continue to heed social distancing rules, noting a lack of widespread testing means the actual number of people with the virus is far higher than what shows up in the statistics. The virus has been spreading faster in recent days in less populated counties like Columbia, uh, North Cumberland and Juniata and Susquehanna as well. Yeah, I know that um, sometimes the, the numbers can look a little skewed because like I know that my town in particular, there's um, some uh, retirement homes. In right. Retirement. And, oh, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Those uh, ones. They, and, they fall prey to that. So quickly, when you look yeah. at these numbers, you're like, wow, man, there's a lot of people in my town. And then you're like, oh, they, almost all of these were, no, I don't want to say almost all of these, but a lot of them were in these facilities. Yeah, you can be yeah. thrown off by a lot of yeah. the data that, that goes up there. But I think this this sort of systematic rollout in areas where it makes most sense, and Kathy, as you said, in this area, which is you know more... Uh, uh, heavily hit, it's going to take a little while longer. But that's, uh, that, I think that's the smart way to roll it out. But it's the question mean, is, I mean, we're, we're also going to do the gradual reopening. Yeah. It's just that these other um, less dense areas will do it first. Any of these rural, more remote areas that you mentioned, do any of them service Dunkachino machines, Kathy? Mm. Did you? Did you get it fixed yet? No. no. Oh my God! No. Are you kidding? Come on! No. I just listen. I just need. I just oh. need an update. I'm at home. I'm no, I know. And, and it sounds. And we freely admit it sounds very first worldly, but. Uh, yeah. It, it, it taunts us every time we go into the right. kitchen. Do you think, though? We're I mean, here. if they, <laughs> but if they start to open these these um, facilities in other communities, that people in like in our communities will start flocking there. Well, that's, you know the I mean? that's, that's the concern. That's that's yeah. the concern, and that's the question mark. You hope that they won't. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it does happen, things could. Recycle yeah. again. So here we go. You know, well, but let's in this see. Case some of these are are you know pretty far from us. Yeah. I mean, I'm certainly not getting in a car and driving two three hours just to go get. I know Centralia is going to be the new well, summer place. Yeah. So <laughs> listen, I just I know, built a home in Centralia. It's going to be awesome. I know people that went to Centralia this weekend. Yeah, but listen. Yeah. So there's going to be 
there's there's so many variables. It's funny when people experts start to talk because they can even the experts can only take a guess at how this will yeah. play out. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part, it seems to be the wise way to go. As the curve flattens, some hospitals in the Philadelphia area are reaching capacity. Temple University Hospital had to transfer patients to other hospitals, but it's not just due to bed capacity. They're saying that it's also staffing um, as the staff continues to contract the virus while on the front lines. Uh, obviously, there's less people that can come to work. So on Tuesday, the city announced an additional 475 cases of the coronavirus, bringing the total to 10,028 in Philadelphia. There are a total of 394 deaths. Health Commissioner Dr. Thomas Farley said Tuesday that while the city has reached the grim milestone of 10,000 cases, he believes the number of new coronavirus-related deaths has leveled off. The state reports Philadelphia has more than 1,600 beds currently available, well above the state average per capita. Um, In Delaware County, Crozier Chester Medical Center, Mercy Fitzgerald Hospital, and Delaware County Memorial Hospital are also near capacity, according to the Pennsylvania Association of Staff, Nurses, and Allied Professionals. Neighboring Montgomery and Chester counties also have fewest beds available, Uh, in the region. It's the most population-dense area of Pennsylvania, so it is not surprising. And so there are hospitals that are more challenged in the Philadelphia and Southeast area, Health Secretary Rachel Levine said. Temple University Hospital acknowledges it has few beds, but the bed capacity changes hour by hour, they said. Uh, The city says that the overflow site at the Leah Chorus Center is ready. And I did hear, I I wasn't listening too closely, but but I believe that I heard that um, they've actually transferred a a few patients, uh, the first few patients to the Leah Chorus Center. That's what I heard what, what sort of blew my mind yesterday is they were doing a report about uh across the country the amount of with all this going on uh there are a, a lot of medical workers that are being furloughed because there's there's not in, in a lot of areas there are, there's just there's not the not only is it not the influx that they thought in right. some areas but also people are afraid to go to the hospital for procedures yes. oh yeah so you're yeah. dealing with uh hospitals that are sitting there ready to go yeah. but there's no pay there's no patient load coming in no, you're, yeah. Uh, two new, listen to this though. I thought this was really cool. Two New Jersey COVID 19 patients are recovering after an experimental plaza treatment. The promising clinic, clinical plasma. trial. What? You plasma. said plaza. You said plaza. Oh, what did I say? Plasma. As in like a shopping plaza? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's your so shopping yeah. are reopened. Kathy's back. We just took her body to Target and she jumped right off. <laughs> <laughs> she was resurrected. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not uh, plasma. Ladies and gentlemen, a shopping spree for Kathy Romano. (laughs) But you know what? Speaking of shopping sprees, I'm not even kidding you. Jay said to me, can we go to Target and do a shopping spree? I was like, how do you even know what a shopping spree is? Oh, my goodness. All right, so we'll start over because I really do like this story. It's it's, uh, sort of a happy story in the midst of everything. So two New Jersey COVID-19 patients are recovering after an experimental plasma treatment. The promising clinical trial being spearheaded by the Mayo Clinic is in its infancy stages, but it's giving COVID-19 victims and their families some hope. At Virtua Voorhees Hospital, two doctors were trying everything they could to save the lives of two of their patients, and so far nothing was working. Working. Uh, Renee Bannister, a 63-year-old school teacher, had been on a ventilator for three weeks with no sign of improvement. That's when her doctor decided to look into the plasma therapy. The therapy comes from donors who recently recovered from COVID-19 and subsequently uh, 
have protective antibodies. Fortunately, Renee's niece had recently recovered from a mild case of the virus, and she offered to be a donor. So Bannister's doctors got FDA approval to take part in the Mayo Clinic, uh, and the niece, Marissa, uh, was able to donate. The improvement started happening, maybe they said 48 hours to 72 hours after the transfusion. Uh, Also, 61-year-old Andy Fay, an opera singer, was also fighting for his life on a ventilator. His sons were also looking into the plasma treatment. Doctors say both patients are now off the ventilators and making a remarkable recovery. Yeah, this is very cool. And for, I don't know if I heard this correctly, Kathy, but I think the the idea of using plasma, the plasma treatment goes is like a 19th century no development. Like it's, it's it's been it's been employed periodically for for a long time, but it looks really Yeah. Really I don't promising. know if you I don't even know why I'm asking you guys this, but uh do you know if uh blood type matters when it comes to plasma treatment? Plasma. I don't know. Okay. All We're right. All but well, no, because the problem, I have really rare, a really rare, not really, not the rarest, but I have a rare blood type. And so it's like, you know, that's why when we were talking to the Red Cross last week and the week before right, that, it's right. like, it's, it's important for, you know, while all this is going on, if you can donate blood, find. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah. 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 But that, that would be something to look into. I, I would hope that it doesn't. That would yeah. mean you'd be able to use it for the most patients. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, both patients are now in a rehab and expected to be reunited with their families soon. The Red Cross has now set up a bank where doctors in the trial can draw the plasma from. Others who recovered from the virus are being asked to donate blood, hoping to treat more patients with the promising therapy. By the way, before we go to sports, Kathy, mm-hmm. I, I, a few people were texting, and I, I saw the story last week. We didn't get a chance to get to it, but you had mentioned Centralia. They they covered over the people who, they I guess, who, who own that town uh, there's the the painted highway. People have come and spray painted, you know, all that graffiti for years. It was actually really cool looking. I know. It, it sort yeah, of they, was a work of they covered over. Yeah, it was like culture a, a, art. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They covered over it, and because uh, too many people were coming in, and, was, and it is unsafe to be there, coronavirus or not, just to begin with. Yeah, yeah. yeah just to begin so, with. Yeah. Well, that's what the people that I know went there to spray paint on the uh, on the painted highway, yeah. and they did. Yeah, no dice. No, they did it. Well, not anymore. They covered over it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But they, so they sprayed paint painting, on it. They, they spray painted over the cover. No, no, no. They put dirt. They put ground. <laughs> oh. They buried it. That's what they did. Okay. Because co- I'll show you what they did this weekend. Okay. Then they must have painted on a different road. Yeah, they had to have. That's okay, pretty because wild. Okay. That, that area, they, they bulldozed in. They, they put all this ground on top of it. I saw in, in California, uh, there's a skate park. Yeah. They closed. And they kept, they said, it's closed. Don't go there. And people kept going. They buried it in sand. <laughs> like 35 tons of sand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they'll be able to move it back out when, right, when right, they're yeah. done, but the people wouldn't listen, and they, they had to do that. Yeah. So, you know, they're taking measures that they need to. All right, let's do sports this morning. <laughs> The Patriots agreed to trade Rob Gronkowski to the Buccaneers pending a physical in a deal that reunites the retired tight end with Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. That's pretty wild. He turns 31 next month and has one year and $9 million remaining on his current deal with the Patriots. New England will receive a fourth-round draft pick, while the Buccaneers also receive a seventh-round pick in the trade, according to sources. Gronkowski announced his retirement in March of 2019 after a nine-year career during which he won three Super Bowl rings with the Patriots. Eagles chairman and CEO Jeffrey Lurie announced 
that he and the Eagles are making a $1 million donation uh, to help com uh, combat the impact of COVID-19 in the city of Philadelphia. The donations are designed to promote the well-being of essential healthcare workers and their families while supporting local businesses during the global pandemic. In addition, Lori and the Eagles will donate 100,000 N95 masks to mm. Thomas Jefferson University and Jefferson Health, CHOP, and other local health systems. Lori and the Eagles will also donate $250,000 to the American Red Cross through the National Football League's Draftathon. A pair of fans in New York sued Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred and the 30 teams asking for their money back for tickets and for certification of a class action status. The lawsuit was filed in U.S. District Court in Los Angeles by Matthew Eisenman, who said he bought a partial season plan for more than 20 Mets games, and Susan Terry Brazier, who uh, purchased tickets for the Yankees. The lawsuit claims baseball fans are stuck with expensive and unusable tickets for unplayable games in the midst of the economic crisis. Under the pretext of postponing games at the directive of the MLB, teams and ticket merchants are refusing to issue refunds for games which are not going to be played as scheduled, if ever. And that's what I have for you this morning. Bye. Thank you very much, Kathy. Happy to have uh, everybody on board once again on Wednesday morning. Wednesdays mean secret text words, so we have a chance to win a digital download of Birds of Prey. Oh. So text the word secret to 39333. We will send a word to you and later we'll ask you to call them that we're the designated caller. <laughs> we'll win the digital download and then we'll grab a random texter and give that same prize to somebody as well. We also have an appointment with Fox Good Day. We'll see how those guys are holding up. We have uh, two chances for you to win some money. 500 bucks to be specific. It's MMR's Rock Refund. We do that at 8 and 10 a.m. Don't miss it. Yes. Do not miss it. Honestly, the money's there for the taking. Speaking of not missing it, we're going to meet six more contestants. Day number three of Isolation Idol. We're only doing it today and tomorrow, narrowing down our finalists. And then on Friday, the championship uh, performances. And you, America, <laughs> you get to decide who our Isolation Idol winner will be. You know, so, it's uh, very funny is that people know us so well I, I like on twitter and i'm getting texts and things from people who are saying wow it's actually working <laughs> they're kind of they're surprised yeah. that it's actually sort of coming together yep we are surprised too so we'll meet uh, we'll meet six more contestants when we get into that and that'll be around eight fifteen or so so uh make sure you listen in we'd like you to uh to be a part of this whole ride you're gonna have to vote uh, we have these things and more going on through the course of the morning. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. I've got a stack of stories I want to share with you. And stupid question. We'll give some stuff away this morning. We'll have a good time. Sun's coming up. Let's be together. We'll be right back. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. When a reporter finishes a story, what questions did you wish they'd asked? What's one unexpected detail they didn't have time to explore? Why is it even happening? Get to the why behind issues that matter in your community. The Why from WHYY uncovers interesting parts of the story you haven't heard about yet. The impact of those stories on your life and your neighborhood. There's more to every story, if you take the time to tell it. Subscribe to The Why wherever you get your podcasts. Don't settle for part of the story. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to do an audio stupid question. Probably have done this before, but I don't care. I heard this clip yesterday uh, during the uh, trash, and I'm like, you know what? We're going to do this. <laughs> so who, and by the way, we're giving away a digital movie spree, a sampler pack of 10 movies for the correct answer. Who said this? 
Oh, my God. 215-263-WMMR. It was during an interview Yeah, yeah. Uh, that we had this person on, and he said this. Oh, my God. Who was that? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. I'm going to go through some birthdays while we are waiting for that answer to come in. Uh, it is the 22nd of April, and the one and only Jack Nicholson has his birthday today. He is 83 years old. Wow. Yeah. Gotta love Jack. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's your birthday, Jack. The truth is um, he said he was going to kind of go uh, off the uh, the grid for a while, and he has. He resurfaced, though, to talk about uh, Kobe's death. You know what? You're right. And, yeah. that, and so he, he, he actually he called into a radio station, and he did a number of interviews. Basketball, he is the perennial yeah. courtside dude. Yeah. Did anybody watch the uh, the first episode of the Michael Jordan documentary? I have not. Is okay. it good? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's so good that I fell asleep, Steve. But <laughs> Did you fall asleep during uh, some of the best stuff. Yeah, before I fell asleep, though, it, it, early on in the uh, first episode, they, they show the, the Bulls beating yeah. the Lakers. And Jack Nicholson is on the court because I guess they had won the championship. This is great. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he was... He is, I think, like Spike Lee is synonymous with the Knicks. Yeah. Jack Nicholson is. Synonymous no, I agree. With the yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. of the greatest uh, of all time. And again, if you, uh, I'll tell you this: if you're looking for something to see that you probably might not might not have seen in the Jack Nicholson movie library, check out a movie called The Last Detail. Okay. One of his early films. Uh, it is great. Last Detail. All right, Jack, 83 today. Happy birthday. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Great. Had a resurgence in his career with The Walking Dead. Hugely successful. There he goes. There's Negan. Steve does this Negan. You need to see it. Um, it you become so loose and limber yeah, right. uh, when when you do this. The, the Negan thing was just... <laughs> Well, all right. right. His, his head goes back. Right, and right. And he, his, that's his, how he would sashay. Kind of, his knees kind of buckle a little bit. One of my favorite um, one of my favorite shirts is a picture of Negan with his, you know, barbed Lucille. wire base, Lucille. Yep. And it says the uh, Negan Sluggers. <laughs> yes. As if it's a team, yeah. You know, it, it's so funny because on the occasion that, that they, during his run yeah. on that show, that they tried to paint his vision as he's trying to do the right thing. Yeah. You have to step up and go, yeah, but you remember when you, like, burned that guy's face or yes. when you killed this person Poor for no Dwight. particular reason mm-hmm. or you did all this? That's a little excessive. And in the series, I found the um, the eventual quasi-acceptance of him. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The the most nefarious person yeah. they come across yet. And hey. We'll let you hang. It, is this is that Hitler in the picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we made amends. He calmed down. Yeah. After a while. <laughs> Turns out he's really great with dogs. Uh, uh. I um, am all caught up, and he has had this interesting sort of story arc. Okay, but if you think he's opened up a place called Negan's Edibles, a yeah. bakery. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, he also looks after some girls I at a private so. school. I find because I've also been binging on uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. And I do enjoy that, but there have been some episodes where you're like, okay, honestly, they they just found a hot air balloon and were able to fly that over a mountain. To I, get would, to- I would I would qualify myself at this point as being uh, deaded out. Yeah, on that I, level, I tapped out. Yeah, at the tenth season, I was great. At the end of the ninth season, I, I was like, oh man. We just got over these huge hurdles, and now here's a whole other thing. I, it, it needed to be, I think it's time. 
we need to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need to wrap it up. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed I, the run. As they call, uh, I'm pot committed at All right. this point. So. Okay. All right. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, but Jeffrey Dean Morgan's great, man. You want to see him in a great movie? That Watchmen film as the comedian, he's fantastic in it. Unbelievable. Uh, we love Zack Snyder's uh, version. Yep. He's 54. Uh, Cheryl Lee, who played Laurel Palm- Laura Palmer on Twin Peaks, is 53. Yeah. She's also in that John Carpenter movie, Vampires. She's done like just a couple okay. things, but she's been in a lot of cult stuff. Uh, speaking of cult stuff, it's John Waters' birthday. Ah, today. yeah, we've we've had him on a number of times over the years. He's a good guy to what talk was he, to. What was he talking about last time? Something about a monkey. Um, do you remember that, Nick? There was um, something having to do with he had he was a type of art or something. Oh, I don't ha- know. Involving monkeys. We've had him on a bunch. He's always such a great guest. Yeah, but but his stories are just all over the place. And I know what you're talking about, Steve, but I can't place the details. Okay, yeah. Uh, but uh, hairspray, pink flamingos, cereal mom, cry baby. He's 74. <laughs> Law and Order. Uh, Law and Order. Yeah, he's in a a, a brand new episode of Law and Order. He's oh, the okay. uh, porn monger man. Oh well, <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> Ryan Ryan Styles uh, from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Drew Carey Show. He's a fan favorite, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. He's 61. Amber Heard. Oh. Has her birthday today, ex-wife of Johnny Depp. There's there's word she might not be in the Aquaman sequel. No kidding. Yeah. Because of all this? There's been a little bit of blowback. Interesting. Yeah. Preston, you mentioned uh, Johnny Depp is on uh, Instagram the other day, and I wonder, like, when he signed up for it, if he just took a moment or two to stalk his ex and spend some time on Amber's page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, because people tend to do that, and yeah. they look at the... Uh, Former Flames. He's 34 today. Uh, the great Peter Frampton turns 70 years old today. Unbelievable. And is wrapping up his career because he feels that he can't play to the level he used to be able to. He's got some physical issues. So I assume the tour had not wrapped up. Uh, obviously, the pandemic has interceded yeah. in that thing. Does that mean he's just going to wrap it up, wrap it up now? It's a good question. I'm not sure. He made a great video, though, of uh, when they said you need to wash your hands a happy birthday, and the other people started doing videos of them uh, washing their hands to their songs. Yeah. And so he starts washing his hands and puts on the song, this song, yeah. uh, from Frampton Comes Alive, Do You Feel Like We Do? And it's 13, 14 minutes long, and he's sitting there washing his hands through the whole thing, like ripping his skin apart. It's great. So Frampton Comes Alive was was an oddity because those songs had already been put out, right? Most of those songs. And it was basically just a live performance of of his quasi-hits. And those were kind of moderate hits until the live record hit. Then they exploded. It did, I learned how to drive stick on this song. Did you really? Yeah. You didn't have a car? Uh... What? Oh, I, oh! You were listening to he this was song. Listening I'm sorry. That he wasn't playing on this. Song. Okay, all right. No, the the song was on the radio. Of course. Why did yes. I think? All right. Last birthday, uh, singer and keyboardist Paul Carrick. What a great voice on him. Yes. Uh, Mike and the Mechanics. He sang the Living Years. Tempted oh, by the God. Fruit of Another. Rips my heart. Oh, out. that's oh. Uh, yeah, and Squeeze, he did Tempted, and um, uh, the band Ace. Uh, so he's, he's just got a great voice. And he's a really good keyboard player, too. Uh, celebrating his uh, 69th birthday. I'll let get in a little bit of all this from here. This is one of my all-time favorite songs. I, it's I great. I have to admit. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this audio stupid question. Who said this on our show? Oh, my God. All right, 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Johnny for the answer. Hey, Johnny. What's up, bitches? Hey. All right, Johnny, who said that? Well, for years, I always thought it was Harry Callis, and then I later on found out that it was Maury Povich. You're Yeah. Maury Povich. Not a lot of people know that. 
Hang on, Johnny. I actually, uh, actually watched a tiny bit of the Maury show yesterday. First time in I don't know how long. Were they doing paternity tests? It is exactly the same as it has always been. Dead yeah. on. Same. I told you, bitch. Same thing, yeah. man. Same thing. People pissed off at each other, finding out that. And and the one that I watched, it was the dude having an affair with the wife was right, the father. Right. Sure enough, and it was. <laughs> It, it is what it is, as they say. All right, so we're going to set him up with a digital movie spree uh, sampler pack. Ten movies, including Benji Gone in 60 Seconds and Night of the Living Dead. Movie spree is your go-to streaming service with movie bundles, TV uh, series, documentaries, and more. Uh, no subscriptions, no contracts, no kidding. Movie spree offers a whole new way to build a digital content library, and you can visit moviespree.com. All right, uh, let's dive into this. We're going to start with a um, a rare interview with Val Kilmer. It was on a Good Morning America yesterday. I heard about this. Yeah, he opened up about his life following throat cancer. He's, he's, he's got a book out. That's why he's doing he's it. He's promoting his memoir. It's called I'm Your Huckleberry. Uh, uh-huh. The 60-year-old who has a trach, by the way, said on GMA, I feel a lot better than I sound but I feel wonderful. Now, I haven't heard the audio of this, but apparently his voice sounds completely different. Does it? Um, he said, I was diagnosed with throat cancer, which heavily uh, healed very quickly. This is a tracheotomy to help me breathe because the glands in my throat swelled up as well. When asked if what he missed about his and when asked what he missed about his old voice, he said that I had one uh, that I didn't laugh like a pirate. Um, he battled cancer for two years, by the way. But is he, the prognosis is good right now. Yeah, yeah, I think right, he's. Right. Uh, I don't think he's got any issue with it any right. longer. He battled it. Uh, in his memoir, he wrote about his past relationships with Hollywood stars like Angelina Jolie, Cindy Crawford, and Cher. We've touched on a little bit of this, uh, discussing what drew the the women. Uh, what drew the women him? He said. <laughs> <laughs> the women People to him. People always ask me what I, drew the women me. I guess drew the women to him. I don't know, but it says yeah. I'm committed. You have to be committed with a woman. That's a that's as dynamic and as committed to their work as someone like Cindy Crawford, who has an, who was the number one model on the planet at the time. Uh, he also wrote of Angelina Jolie. When people ask me what Angelina is like, I always say she's uh, like other women and other superstars, but just more, more gorgeous, more wise, more tragic, more magic, more grounded. Is it worth it? Worth knowing people who require weeks of effort to understand even a little? Yes, he wrote. Uh, and he, he was head over heels. He said, I, I couldn't wait to kiss Angie. Of course. Buy her a Gulfstream jet and have V plus J painted in rainbow glory on the tail. Uh, she had recently adopted her first child, Maddox, and the pap- paparazzi were obsessed with this postmodern Madonna, the perfect picture of an unapproachable stardom and impossibly chic maternal instinct. Uh, he is said to appear in the sequel to Top Gun with Tom Cruise. So, uh, did the trach occur after they started filming, or is he is he traked up in Top Gun Two? Don't know the time. Because every time he speaks, does a jet engine start up? Uh, maybe they do that. Uh, he was pumped. He said it was absolutely moving. I really was surprised. And Tom, meaning Tom Cruise, was wearing his jacket, the original jacket from wow. the first movie. Uh, it was just very moving, and I don't want to give away anything, but in between takes, Tom and I just laughed like we were in high school. I love that. Val Kilmer was, uh, you know, we're huge fans of the movie Top Secret, and, yeah. uh, you know, it's he's a funny dude and real genius. Yeah. And uh, in MacGruber, man. I can't say his name. Well, I, I no, I won't even risk it. All right. Um, okay. <clears throat> this should be interesting. 
as Bachelor Nation mourns the postponement and cancellation of every single iteration of their beloved franchise amid the coronavirus pandemic. I can't believe it. ABC is considering launching a quarantine-themed spinoff. Yeah. ABC's Give us something. ABC's Rob Mills told Deadline that the title Bachelor in Quarantine has been floated. I know, right? Bachelor in Living Room. Uh, and um, he said uh, the best thing about The Bachelor... I love you. Is its uh, willingness to evolve Step more in, in front of the camera as a format. Oh, wait, I don't love you. <laughs> so, if we need to shoot a cycle that reflects these times, that's what I we're don't going. No, you always seem so distant. I am distant. That's what we're going to look at doing. He said. I, it, look, uh, do you think they could pull it off? I might watch that. He said. So, what would the format look like? Host Chris Harrison recently squashed rumors that he'd launch an in-person bachelor in seclusion. Yeah. Uh, getting 20 cast members is one thing. He said getting 100 to 180 crew members and putting a dire- uh, director in a truck next to the producers where you've got 30 people in a trailer next to each other is another thing. There's a lot of logistics that are going into it. Instead of an experience uh, in real life, producers may have cast members shoot their own content at home something that Keeping Up With The Kardashian crew is doing. Uh, to be determined is if they tried to introduce new couples virtually or get already quarantining couples like Victoria Fuller and Chris Souls and Kelly Flanagan. Oh, and all the Peter, legends. Peter Weber to participate. Oh, my God, yeah. But they're working on it, Steve. Oh, my God. They're not going to let us go without uh, our Bachelor Nation. Well, we have the Netflix stuff that we were talking about yesterday. So there's, uh, there's some of those Netflix. handle, baby. Right, man. I'm, I'm going to watch it over the weekend. Yeah, I may have to. Uh, maybe Rochelle and I can find that <laughs> to be a little popcorn Preston. thing. Yeah. Pour yourself a drink okay. or two, and then watch it because right. it's. But but uh, and the other thing I wanted to say about you have it to you have to uh, numb your nerve receptors, Nick. Is what, is that what yes. you're saying? Yeah, okay. yeah. I think that's a great idea. But the the location, uh, as is the case with the, most of these shows, is un. The resort in Mexico is one of those ones where, like, man, I'm not even looking at the girls in the bikinis anymore. I'm looking well, at the uh, the beaches in the background. Well, that's actually a, a big part of the Bachelorette and Bachelor is where they they go on these dates and they, you know we took a balloon ride over a volcano. Yeah, volcano. volcano. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyhow, moving on. I have other stuff to get to. Uh, Kate Beckinsale is not here for the Age Gap Critics Online. 46-year-old celebrated by some and criticized by others for her parent penchant for younger men. Talk to the hand, right? Is now being dragged for dating 22-year-old musician musician Goody Grace. Uh, This comes after a very public PDA-filled relationship with Pete Davidson and rumored flings with Matt Reif and Machine Gun Kelly, all of whom are in their 20s. When she posted a video of her, quote, broken cat trying to learn new tricks, a troll suggested, try and see if your new tomboy will adhere. Uh, Kate picked up on how the commenter was probably trying to spell toy boy and advised, try and see if you can spell and not just goon yourself straight out of the gate. No, she didn't. She did. Uh, the troll apparently had second thoughts and deleted their comment. Uh, you can't, honestly. Uh, by the way, lest we forget that Kate Beckinsale was in a relationship and her husband, she was married and her husband was cheating on her. It's like she, you know, she probably would have stayed with that relationship. You know, she wants what she wants. Uh, let, let her have it. By the way, she and Goody are quarantining together at her mm. house in California. Goody, so Goody. They're spending some time, yeah. Uh, royals do it better. Queen Elizabeth II celebrated her real birthday on Tuesday, but as the monarch, she has another birthday set for June. Percy and Anne, British monarchs, began celebrating two birthdays in the 18th century, one official one on their actual birth date, and a second dedicated... That's so cool. Dedicated to public festivities. A lot of people do multiple birthdays anyway. 
associated with the military parade Trooping the Color. Uh, the tradition reportedly started with party animal King George II in 1748. Did you see what you got yesterday for a birthday? No. They got her a mechanical bull. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. That was so cool. <laughs> I would I would pay really good money to see that. Put on some Mickey Gilly. Uh, she turned on. Uh, n- she turned ninety-four yesterday. Uh, normally, her actual birthday would have been would be celebrated in private and with a traditional royal gun salute on the ceremonial birthday. Fourteen hundred parading soldiers, two hundred horses, and four hundred musicians take part in an extravagant ceremony. They put that all in her house. Uh, the Queen. Uh, let's see. The Queen's birthday is being recognized by her loved ones, including Meghan Markle, Prince Harry, their son Archie from L.A. Uh, the trio had a video call with the Queen. Um, Prince, a rep said that Prince William and Kate Middleton wished her a happy birthday on social media, writing, wishing Her Majesty the Queen a very happy 94th birthday. And Prince Charles and Camilla also shared no, their... No, Grandma. No, no. Put it sideways, Grandma. No. <laughs> Put, push that, the red button, Grandma. No. No. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Your hand's in the way. Is it like this? <laughs> no. You've had those calls, haven't you? I had one yesterday. Yeah. I'm like, Mom, move your hand. Move your hand. It's in front but of the I camera. Can't, but I can see you. No, yeah. I can't see you because your hand is over the camera. Uh, <laughs> My mom uh, and her siblings all tried to do some sort of group FaceTime. Yeah. And, and she was like, well... I don't know. I guess the rest of them talked. I, I don't have it on my phone. Oh, I don't have it on my Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, and it's funny because it, someone who's not used to doing that, too, my mom is like, it's like she's looking off into space when yeah, she's yeah, talking yeah. to oh. me, as opposed to looking where the camera is. Yeah, yeah. So you give it, a, a, you know, you make the other person feel like you're making eye contact with them. And, <laughs> but yeah, I'm not even bringing it up, you know? Yeah. Do you get do you get the uh, extreme close up when they hold it right next? to Oh the yeah, 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 yeah. Nose hairs, the whole thing. <laughs> what is that? Yes. Yeah. It looks. It looks, it yeah. looks like a forest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this was my nose. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else do I have for you? Uh, uh, Friends, uh, the show, the cast is yeah. getting involved in the viral celeb all in challenge. Jennifer Aniston, Lisa Goudreau, David Schwimmer, Courtney Cox, Matthew Perry, and Matt LeBlanc took to social media and announced that they will be offering up for the challenge. Uh, they're giving fans the opportunity to be their personal guest in the audience for the taping, where you'll get to see us all together again for the first time in ages as we reminisce about the show and celebrate uh, all the fun we have. Plus, uh, sip our coffee with us at in Central Perk and get Friends VIP experience uh, on the Warner Brothers Studio Tour. Are they going to have the Central Perk set? I assume they're going to set that up then. That's probably where they're going to do it, right? Yeah, I got Why wouldn't they that. do it? Yeah. That's cool. I bet you that'll draw a lot of money. I would think There's so. There's some rabid Friends fans. I need to I need to do <clears> that. I, I never really enter those things, but there's a lot of really good stuff. And what the hell? It's going to go to a good cause. Yeah. And I, you know what? I really need to. Maybe I'll do that after work today. Casey, uh, your daughter is big into the office. Anything with Friends? Because I know Friends is no, going to okay. no, right. no. I mean, that might be uh, a new thing, but I All think right. she has better taste. All right. So. Uh, by the way, in case you had mentioned Michael Jordan, uh, he will be donating his money from ESPN's The Last Dance to charity. Uh, Forbes reported that the Hall of Famer's proceeds, estimated to be around 3 to $4 million, will be donated. Uh, the highly anticipated 10-part documentary about Jordan and the Chicago Bulls uh, debuted on Sunday to record audiences on ESPN. No so, doubt. Yeah, so. You'll be seeing ESPN running commercials for the e-racing? 
No. no. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're really running, pushing that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's kind of the only live thing going on right now. And, you know, as we pointed out on the air, when they're showing the commercials, and this is video game racing, it looks real. Yeah. It looks real. Uh, stay, Steve, I'm sorry to tell you this. The release date of The Batman, yeah, directed <laughs> by Matt Reeves and starring Robert Pattinson, has been delayed from June 2021 to October 2021. Uh, That's I, not too bad. I, I rightly observed yesterday... Um the worst news in the history of <laughs> No, that's just a couple months. I thought it was going to be like 20, you know, 2023 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So which which leads me to believe that most of it um, was done already, which, you know, a lot of the shooting. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, amid production stalls across Hollywood. So uh, Warner Brothers is shifting a number of release dates, uh, though some are uh, sticking, including... Uh, Christopher Nolan's uh, Tenet, which will drop July 17th. You know, some of it might be because when um, Nick and I went to uh, L.A. to to visit Michael Giacchino and they were doing the the music for uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, the movie was coming out in just a few months. So the music might still be a part of what they need to do for this film as well. And they can't get together. He already worked up a theme, which I thought is really cool. I actually I I took I did a video of my Batman collection and I I sent it to Michael Giacchino Ah, and Matt Reeves. Nice. So I want to be Robin. That can pass. You want you want to be Robin? (laughs) Oh, my God. How old are you? Let that happen. Uh, I'm in I'm in high school. (laughs) High school. The hell kind of high school what? do you go to? For senior citizens? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, anyhow, they're pushing that back, along with a lot of other stuff, as you know. Uh, actress Eva Mendez doesn't post images of her two young daughters with her partner actor Ryan Gosling on social media. And she explained why this past weekend. She said on Instagram Saturday that... Uh, she didn't know what to share on social media in these times, writing... In these uncertain times? She didn't put put it that way, okay. but we all know what she means. Yeah, we know. But no, she wrote, uh, so I'm going to post things that move me in hopes that they move you as well, since I don't post uh, about my immediate family. Because these are uncertain times. And it feels so wrong to post about work. Here you go, along with a photo of a painting. Uh, when asked by a follower why she doesn't post uh, photos of her family, she said... I've always had a clear boundary when it comes to my man and my kids. Mm. I'll talk about them, of course, with limits, but I won't post pictures of our daily life. And since my children are still so little and don't understand what posting their image really means, I don't have their consent, and I won't post their image until uh-huh. they're old enough to give me consent. Well, there we go. And, and, the, and I think people, for the most part, understood her, her reasoning. The first comment was, show us your nips. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so that was the first Probably comment. Yeah, the first uh, picture uh, was, show us your nips. Uh, her daughters are five <laughs> and three. Uh, she and Gosling are notoriously private about their relationship. They are. And, uh, she wrote about that, too, saying, as far as Ryan and I, it just works for us this way to stay private. So are are they officially they, uh, married? Post pictures of... Do we I'm, know? So, I'm sorry, Nick, what were you saying? I don't know. I'm sorry, Steve. Uh, I was going to um, say that when Rob and Caitlin uh, McElhenney post pictures of their kids on, oh, yeah. on Instagram, they actually take the extra step of, of like putting an emoji over the kid's face. Like They, they take oh, their yeah. kid's privacy really seriously. So, Wouldn't it be wild know, if they actually look like emojis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This That's is really crying, and this is laughing out loud. Right. Uh, uh, let's see what else we got here. Who was that? That was Casey. I was snorting. I, I fell asleep. I, I echoed right. his snort. 
Uh, Idris Elba and his wife Sabrina are launching a $40 million fund for farmers and food producers impacted by coronavirus after contracting the illness themselves. That's great. Uh, she had said uh, people forget that 80% of the poor population live in these rural areas. What we are really worried about at the moment uh, and why we're launching this fund is that those people are being forgotten. Uh, they're both U.N. Goodwill Ambassadors and are joining forces with the United Nations International Fund for Agricultural uh, Development on the initiative. So they're doing a good thing. Uh, and then one last thing here. Yeah, uh, you had mentioned this to me the other day, Steve. HBO Max is greenlighting uh, three drama series from J.J. Abrams and Katie McGrath's Bad Robot Productions. They are Overlook. Based on Stephen King's The Shining, uh-huh. Duster, an original from Adams, and Justice League Dark with DC Comics. Yes. Should be interesting. All intriguing. Yeah. I like uh, you know, he's, he's a big uh, comic book fan as well. Yeah. Most definitely. Uh, by the way, the Flash movie has also been delayed along with the... Um, with the Batman. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I want to see a Flash movie for yeah. sure. Give us a full screen version. All right, let's do clips. Uh, what is this? Oh, de- what is this? Determinism and free will are just a few of the many themes explored in the TV miniseries Devs. In this club, Alice. In this club. <laughs> in this clip, star Welcome Allison. I was looking at Allison. It's Wednesday. Clop. It's uh, yes, that was a good club. Uh, star Allison Pill talks about the show's structure. Here we go. Each episode has a different feel, and it really does feel to me like a novel. It is one long thing, but it is divided into chapters. You know, there are moments of breath between them. It is closest to an eight-hour movie, but it is an eight-hour movie with chapters. What the? F- uh, the entire FX miniseries Devs can be streamed on Hulu now. Uh, next clip. And what we do in the shadows, three traditional Staten Island vampires try adapting to the modern world in. And this clip uh, star Natasha Dimitrio uh, reflects on the impact that she's had on her character. I remember like way back when, when I auditioned for the part, I read the character and was like, oh my God, that's such a funny character. I would love to play it. Then we were definitely like supported if I thought that I would say something or do something a bit madder. It's a funny show. Season two of What We Do in the Shadows continues tonight, 10 o'clock. That is on FX, by the way. And that is my report for yeah. today. Right. Stellar report. The sun's out. Yeah, thank you. It is, uh, yeah, it looks really, really nice today. We have more sunshine. It's going to be on the cool side and a little bit breezy. So just letting you know. And then we got rain on the way tonight. And that leads into tomorrow. So kind of a soaker for a couple days. Even Sunday, we might get some rain, too. So just plan accordingly. Isolation Idol, day number three. We're only doing four of these, by the way, before we go to the championship round. So keep that in mind. And then Friday on the championship round, that's when you get to vote. But uh, today and tomorrow, that's it to find out who the eight finalists are going to be. We're going to get to that in the 8 o'clock hour. And before we do that, right at 8 o'clock, MMR's Rock Refund, your chance to win 500 bucks. Once again, happens twice on our show alone today, throughout the day today, by the way. We'll take a break and be right back. Make sure you stay with us. Monday nights at 9, join MMR's Jackie Bam Bam for a kick-ass concert clip, a live performance, Metallica moment. In conjunction, Metallica is releasing an entire concert recording available for your streaming pleasure right here at WMMR.com. 
Rock's reigning kings with MMR's nighttime jester, Jackie Bam Bam. Every Monday night at 9. So when dinner's done, break from the TV and rock your smart speaker. It's Metallica Mondays. With 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Isolation Idol. We'll get to that in the 8 o'clock hour, third day of 4, and then the finals on uh, Friday, and then at 8, uh, before that at 8, uh, MMR's Rock Refund. But now, mm. Marissa has a surprise for us. Ooh. That's the rumor. I don't know what it is, but she came, she came in and told me she had something to surprise us with. It's real quick, though. But... Yeah, I'm a little nervous. Oh. But I have like an all like a new confidence to tell you guys this. All right, you have been beaming a little bit this morning. Yeah, I must I say, like, you... I picked up some gum this morning and started chewing. Awesome! It on oh my god, we're so happy for you. That's a big surprise. Oh my god, she normally doesn't chew gum. Oh, uh, this is awesome, Marissa. Wow! And then, and then, maybe lifesavers. <laughs> Maybe. Um, okay. Oh my God, Kathy's beaming. Uh, we got a guess. Do you want to guess? Do you know what it is? <laughs> how, how many I... How many weeks are you, Marissa? No. Just... Oh my God, that wasn't the one I yeah. thought you guys were going to guess. Oh, but okay. no. I think I, everything you're thinking, no. Okay, okay so you're not that, engaged. You're not engaged. Right. No. I went okay. a step further. I, I initially was thinking. Oh, oh, uh-oh. you saw a little kid fall down the steps this morning. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's obvious. <laughs> She's transitioning. It? She you're is transitioning. <laughs> Steve, you're on the right path. Okay, what's going on? I have a milder guess. <laughs> what, Nick? Did, did you make something for everybody? Did you cook something? No, I just made like box pizza last night. <laughs> it was box. It was, uh, okay. It Doesn't was, like, the cardboard get in your teeth? All right, All right I can't stand it anymore. What is it? Everybody pick up your phones. I know you guys are on FaceTime, but pick up your phone real quick. Uh, okay. All right. Hey. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm on FaceTime on my, on my laptop. Right. Do I need to pull up my uh, text message? Um, Maybe. Do okay. I have to cancel out a okay. Pornhub? Uh, yes, you will have to you know, get out. All right, I'm ready. If you want to, so Marissa is sending something okay. over. She wrote, "I did it." Uh, That's it. That's all we got. I did it. I did it. All right. She did. It. Wait a minute. Did you gum. get an iPhone? You got. Did you get an iPhone? iPhone. It's not green. You got, I got. I got an iPhone. You got yeah. the message. The message is not okay. So, so here's the deal. Whenever <laughs> we all have iPhones, we Marissa. Can send videos now. Marissa had an Android, and any time we would send video to each other, because Marissa is in the text chain, the video would always be grainy because super tiny. yeah, because of yeah. the format, the, because of the system that she had. And so now you're on board. Wow. I, this is a big transition for you. This is a big step. What <laughs> major decision? It's she did huge. transition. I yeah. did. You yeah. kind of called yeah. it. I, I really <laughs> did call it, except the genitals are, are the same. They're still intact. So, so yeah, what made you make the jump? You know what? I just, I love media. I love social media. I love pictures and videos and being able to share things. And the frustration of, like, asking somebody to resend a photo because it was small or to, like, Dropbox it or send it. I mean, it's literally like asking for a kidney. Oh right, God. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve, do you see? <laughs> she thing. has, like, the best iPhone, yeah. too, by the way. Well, this is- well hold on. That's though, what but- I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the iPhone 11. Yeah, you got you got to Bro- rock it. Marissa, yeah. I'm, I'm a yeah. little worried. Drive it like you stole a case. <laughs> your pictures were always, I always, I if I was with you, I wanted the pictures to be on your phone. What I don't know what you have. Did you have uh, an, Android an Android or something? I had a Droid. I always had, Droid. like, the nicest Droid. I was going to get the 20. I was, and the, the Droids are, I mean, your phone is, the, is solid. But the pictures yeah. on that phone were Amazing, and Kathy, that is exactly why I stood with it. Everybody would make fun of me for having a droid. I was always the butt of the jokes. Didn't care because my photos. I loved the quality of the droid, and that's why I was getting the twenty. Um, but I talked to Nick Murphy. I actually texted him the other day, and I said, 
can we have a little like private text message? And he's like, yeah, dude, what's up? What's up? And I was like, I'm becoming a man. I think I'm going to switch. And he was like, oh, my God, because he makes fun of me as well all the time. And then he said, I'm really going to enjoy the 11. It's really going to be good. By the way, the camera on this phone is sensational. I've actually had... Three pictures that I've done uh, with the with the phone framed, yeah, because they came out so good. And they're the low light. Listen, everyone's got their taste. There's great cameras on on other phones as well, but this one, I think, for what you need to do, uh, you're going to be very happy. That's awesome. I think a few weeks ago we did uh, uh, um, selfies. All of you guys did selfies, and Nick yeah. Murphy had taken one on his, and I saw like the the portrait quality on his selfie and i was like all right i, all I right. can get into this all i can right. do it i had um but congratulations by the way and, and there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve yes. i tried to transition the other way to uh i got the samsung galaxy whatever when it yeah. was and i hated it i hated everything about it here's my and it's always been my my deal when it comes to tech like if you're still using windows 97 yeah. and you're a master of it and you love the way it works or whatever then that then stay with that but a lot of times these things will come out and they'll throw all this stuff at you and you don't end up using it. So mm-hmm. what you use the most effectively is the one to stick with. Yeah. Great. And I'm really excited that I can get that case that has, uh, is it Rambo or Schwarzenegger with the gun? Oh. And the three, now the, the three camera. Have you guys seen that phone yeah, case? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, by the way, so uh, a few people are, are upset at at Marissa. No, why? You freaking traitor. <laughs> Marissa is a turncoat. But my favorite one is this. Oh, my God. I stayed in my car in my driveway for that, Marissa. <laughs> Jesus tap dancing Christ. They wrote. If you guys yeah. knew the feeling of All Kathy's right. eye rolls every time I would ask her to resend a photo, uh, you would what? know why. No, that's not true. No, Kathy's the easiest to work with. Through. Just look at the way she votes in our isolation idol. Yeah. Uh, do you that like is Jesus? Not tap- true. I just for the longest time. You didn't explain it to me, so I had no idea why I was texting you a picture and now had to send them in a Dropbox. Like I was what, like, what, I don't know what this means. I don't know why she can't just take it off. Would the, the explanation have made a difference, Kathy? <laughs> yes, stop yeah, it. Of course and I did it not would. Eye roll, stop it. Yes, you did. It, no, you would have doubled no. up on your eye rolls. All right. Well, hey, we, you, we will now yes. be able to watch videos. Yes. Uh, that won't be grainy. You or can send, You can send deep pics to her now, Kathy. And yeah. can you guys get rid of that one text chain that doesn't have me now? <laughs> Do we have? We don't have one. Yes, there is. No, there isn't. No. Yes, there is. Uh, well, listen. I mean, yeah, there was. I, a there, there's a whole bunch to... of different variations of text chains that we have. Like, how uh, else would we side talk about the person that's annoying you. us on the full chain? Thank you. Thank all you. Right. Let's all lay it out on the table now. All right. Well, there you go. Marissa's on board. Nice. It's amazing. Was so I, I was. Price. It would have been nice to have a baby around. I know. <laughs> I'm having baby fever. Hey, a couple of emails I need to mention. Uh, says, uh, hey guys, could you give a shout out to Buckley's Auto Care? Yeah. In uh, Newport, Delaware. We listen to you guys all morning, every day. Thanks, Dave. So, real quick shout out. What's funny, Steve, is it was sent to Preston at WMMR.com. Yeah. It says, hey, Steve, was wondering if you could give the guys a shout out. I never got that. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. We, and Preston, you got one the other day that said, hey, can you forward this to Kathy? Like, <laughs> no, I can't. I don't have her email address. No, I can't. All It's just all our names. Yeah. At WMMR.com. You want to reach out to us. Uh, here's one that says, hey, Gadzooks, my name is uh, Chris uh, Pizzoni, and I had reached out to Nick about a shout-out for the company that I work for. It's called Beta Star in Honeybrook, PA. 
We build autoclaves to sterilize equipment in hospital labs, universities all over the country. That's great. Uh, we also supply a lot of facilities in Philadelphia, CHOP, University of Penn, and many others. And we listen all day, every day. Yeah. And a shout out would help lift our spirits and make us all smile to help keep pushing on in these trying times. Thank you guys uh, to do it for, uh, thanks for all you do for the community and stay safe. Uh, Chris, by the way, is a mechanical assembler assembler at uh, Beta Star. So here you go. I'm going to give another one. And well, hang on to that because there's a, there's another one that kind of ties into that. This is from Alexa. Uh, it says, uh, "Hey, Preston, yesterday on the show, you guys were shouting out all the different uh, celebrations that are going on, on this week. Uh, it's great to hear about all these things, especially during uh, the pandemic situation. It'd be great if you guys could include." That this week is Medical Laboratory Professionals Week as well. Wow. We're the silent fighters in the healthcare world, providing the doctors with many of the answers they need to make their diagnoses uh, for all their patients. Our profession has come to light during this pandemic as we are the ones performing all the coronavirus testing. At my hospital, uh, Christiana Care, the microbiology department where I work, and the molecular department are working around the clock every day to provide test results. Uh, for all inpatients, outpatients, essential personnel, and some patients from area hospitals. Well, I don't get to hear most of your show because of my work schedule. I get to hear most of the recap from the day before and a little bit of the beginning of the current show as I'm driving to work every day from 5.30 to 6.30. I love you guys. And WMMR, my boyfriend and I attend many of your events and love how dedicated you are to the area. Just wanted to try and see about getting a few more people recognized for their wonderful work for this pandemic. So that is from Alexa Pierce Matlack. Uh, who works uh, in the medical laboratory sciences uh, department? So here you go. Shout out! Thank you guys. We appreciate that. And then a, a quick thank you. It was for me, but I'm I'm reading this because I I think this is a great idea. If people are looking for something fun to do to kill some time, especially with kids and and uh, the, your family, it says, "Hey, press. I wanted to thank you for an idea you put out the other day, uh, where you take a picture of something in the house and then tell your kids to find it." And I've been staying connected with my friends via Skype on the weekends, and we keep thinking of different games. So I took your idea and took some extreme close-up shots of random items in my house and texted it to them, and they had to guess what the item was. I even ranked them from easy to hard. A key was the easy one, and part of a hanger was a hard one. A heavy uh, hanger? And my friends got in on it and started taking pictures in their homes wow. and texting us back, and we plan on doing it for a while to pass the time. Uh, by the way, a super close-up shot of the single hole of a grounded outlet looks crazily, crazy similar to a mouse hole. And try to say mouse oh. hole on Skype because everyone started laughing thinking uh, <laughs> someone was showing something else entirely. <laughs> uh, thanks for the fun, creative, and super simple idea. Uh, can you please share more ideas like these because you seem like an awesome game master. Scavenger Hunt, Da Vinci Code. I'll take any suggestions to keep my sanity. I'm an accountant and I need the fun and, and I need... The fun downtime. Uh, thanks in advance. Uh, thank you and the show for keeping the entertainment uh, going and bringing the ha-ha. We do bring the ha-ha. Uh, Kimberly Delaney. So thank you, Kim. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's a real fun thing. I'll, I'll take a picture of something in the house, and I'll text it to the entire family and say, where is this? Yeah. You know, where in the house is this? Be specific. And whoever figures it out first, they get to take a picture of something and then post it for the family to play around. You can do that with their medication. Yeah. Hide the medication, take <laughs> yeah. it close. Where, Where is, is this? Yeah. Um, by the way, I think, Marissa, did you create a blog that has that information? Okay, I thought that's what you were saying to me. She's going to at some All right. point. And, Kathy, you, uh, when you get together a, a list of new uh, corona activities, 
uh, people keep asking because you are the Corona Activity Master. I have a few videos, but I think you guys will find them stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. I did, um, I did a Zoom uh, trivial pursuit with my family over the weekend. And so what I did is I, I basically hung uh, my phone over the Trivial Pursuit board at my house. Yeah. So that was the game board, and everybody could see that. And then we, you know, and then I rolled the, the die for everybody, and, and we played Trivial Pursuit from, you know, four different households. That's nice. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, we did, That's we very did, cool. Um, we did Quizzo with um, a bunch of, of friends, and it was, uh, I couldn't believe how much fun it was. Yeah, there's there's some other games too. There was one I think, man, was it called Code Word or something like that. There's some online games that you can do remotely with other people, uh, which are a lot of fun. And I would try to describe it, but it's a little confusing. Essentially, you try to figure out these words. Uh, you give clues to people. It's almost like passwords. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Only it's a grid with several words on it, and it could be any number of those words. And um, you, you can trigger them remotely and reveal what the answers are from your side that they can't see. It's pretty cool. It's a lot. You of know, fun. you know my my deal. I have short attention, so my my favorite game is called Watch TV. <laughs> I love that game. It's a great game. No, yeah, this well, is, people are making a do and and uh, adding new angles to this stuff. Steve, I've I've fallen victim to that more often than I probably should. But this past weekend, we were in full on coronavirus activities mode. We did Where are you? We made bread. Yeah, yeah we we baked baked bread. I, I'm wearing my tie dye shirt. I tie dyed a shirt over the weekend. We did um, puzzles and we did categories over Facetime with my family. So okay. we did Facetime. Yeah, and I it was do it was awesome. All of them. It was really fun, Case. I did it with my brother Josh, who's out in Colorado, and his son. I did it with my parents in Phoenixville, and then the three of us were in our house. And it's just like looking for any way – and we uh, – you know, I was laughing my ass off at some of the stuff my dad was saying, and, and it's, I miss him. You know, it's, it's hard to do these things with Yeah, with that, that, and, that's a big drag. But it's not that hard. Yeah. Well, let me ask you because I tried to buy categories, and it's out everywhere. Like Target doesn't have it. Yeah, I swear to God. Um, puzzles you can't find. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering, Nick, can you place categories if only one person has the game? Yes, you can, Casey. And I'll tell you what, next time I have Ben, which is not this weekend, but next weekend, we should do it with your family because it was a really good time and we can do it with our board in our house and we can just list the categories and roll the dice and you guys can play along. All you really need is uh, sheets of paper and pens and pencils and whatever. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, and a couple of things I did see that I wanted to mention, um, I guess I noticed. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, and of a dark alley across an empty field. He's always there. He doesn't care about the coronavirus. He's social distancing. He is the conscientious noticer. I'm across an alleyway, so I should Absolutely. be good. All right, so an empty field. Uh, that too. Across an empty alleyway. I'll keep it. Whatever dist- the hell I say. Yeah. Hey, uh, th- there's been a couple of cancellations. These have been no. The norm. For what reason? Uh, this, these have been the norm, but uh, <laughs> there's a couple more to add to, and it's not just concerts and things like that. Uh, the Scripps National Spelling Bee is being officially canceled. They were going to try to push it back. They canceled it. Can't uh, you run that in a, like an open field? I uh, well, I guess it'd be difficult to. Well, I, I don't. Can know. you Why use that in a sentence? Yeah. Can't you do it remotely from somebody at home? I mean, you know, you don't have to be in the same room. Maybe cheating, cheating, cheating. Uh, Somebody could be on the other side of the camera and uh, and send a judge to everybody's house. No, Nick, what you do is you get get you can get a three sixty camera and just have the contestant naked in a room. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> kind of like okay. the, yeah. the, the the people in the drug sh- in in the drug warehouses. Exactly, they yes. have to be totally naked, naked. so they're not stealing. They're not the stealing. <laughs> so yeah. you'll have that eleven year old. Yeah, from okay. Dubai. Right, 
getting? So yeah. anyhow, uh, it had been announced last month that the Polygamy. P-O-L. <laughs> it's very cold in here. That the spelling bee wouldn't be held as scheduled uh, the week of May 24th at its usual location outside Washington, D.C. But Scripps said yesterday that the they determined there's been uh, no clear path uh, to safely set a new date this year. What they, also, they also said a virtual spelling bee would be too difficult logistically and wouldn't be true to the spirit of the competition. What's the original date? Preston, again, I'm sorry. It was supposed to be May 24th. Okay. Uh, by the way, the, the spelling bee began in 1925, was last canceled from 1943 to 1945 because of World War II. So it has been canceled before. A yeah, lot we were of sending these, all of the letters overseas. A lot of these things that, uh, that have these long traditions uh, we are hearing about did you know, in World War II, they had to they had to stop them. However, this is the first year in many years that we're having the pandemic square dance. They're going to yeah, go yeah. on with that. Yeah, yeah. It's I just uh, you just a, a good distance between you and your partner. Well, another thing they're getting rid of is uh, Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. Yep. Yeah, the world's biggest beer fest. I mean, honestly, you can't. I mean, that's 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 a big. Yeah, you're just it's like six million people it, in Munich in over a week. He's right. That's how many people come yeah. out to that event. Six million people. Is, and is it all right? Dumb question, but is it in September? You know, isn't it, it lead it, up to October? I believe it's like the last two weeks, right? Nick, you you know any idea? I don't remember. I, that's a good question, Casey. I, I went. Uh, I was in college. I don't remember what month it was. It might, might have been uh, the end of September. might have been the beginning of October, but it lasts a week, and there are so many tents, and this, it, it really, it was, I mean, as you can imagine, it was an awesome time. My I wife would actually was, like to go back as an adult. My wife was set to go, and I forget what happened. I think she got sick or something, but uh, it's, it's on her bucket list. Yeah, uh, it's the last two weeks of September, and then leading into October. Okay. Uh, the 210-year-old festival, which tracks... It's like, only 210 years old? Nick said around 6 million uh, visitors this year. Uh, is obviously a major event in the German calendar. Uh, Marcus Soder, the premier of Bavaria, uh, which has been one of the regions worst hit by the pandemic in Europe, said that the Oktoberfest posed too big of a public health risk. Uh, he hinted that over several weeks it was it was on the rocks and was unlikely to take place. Uh, but he said uh, living with coronavirus means living carefully as long as there is no vaccination, we need to be very sensible. We are in mutual agreement uh, that the risk is quite simply too high. Compromises will not help. So they're going to cancel it. That's one where you're right in on top of each other. Oh, yeah. And you're, oh, yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of vomiting and, <laughs> and <all of laughs> belching. That. There's bodily and fluids, body all fluids flying all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I would like to go to that sometime. I have been to Munich. It is gorgeous. And uh, it's be, followed by Das Puken and Krappenhaut. <laughs> is it? Uh, but to be there for that event would be pretty cool. Uh, so those two things have been canceled. But oh, those are biggies. Uh, but of the scripts, then we should have our we we should run our own press. Too. We got to get Jeremy. Yeah, we got to get, get intern Jeremy. He's the time what, has come. We we need to do a um, um, a spelling bee with him. So we will we'll work on getting that in the near future. Uh, I love Jer- Jeremy. I also. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you said that, I just was thinking of Jake Matera. Um, okay. Never okay. mind. Never mind. Never mind. What about Jake Matera? God, I love Jeremy and I love Jake. Did you guys? I see- love all the boys. Did you see the video that Jake put up on yes. uh, Instagram yesterday? Yeah. No. Yes. Oh my god. Do tell. I love it. He uh, basically took the dancing scene from Breakfast Club and acted as if he was in the library too, just kind of watching them from you oh, know great. from one of the aisles of the of the books. It's it is just it is really really funny, and then every single time you know he cuts to one of the Breakfast Club members dancing, he gets into it like a little bit more. (laughs) It's brilliant. I I 
I, Preston, I have a question about that because that's your favorite movie of all time, right? I think so, yeah. Do you, do you like that scene? No, it's stupid. Um, but okay. it, 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 and that's where they take a lot of license, you know, like when he screams and the glass shatters yeah. and everything, it's kind of dumb, but. But then again, I grew up in the 1980s, and we danced really stupid back then, you know. <laughs> that was but here's here's my question because I, there was there was lists going around the last couple of days of the your five perfect movies or whatever, and obviously they're incredibly subjective, and, and people were posting a lot of different things about movies that they loved. But I, I was wondering if you can love a movie that much and still hate a scene within that movie because okay. I think of movies like like Shawshank. There's not one scene. Shawshank, I think, is my favorite movie of all time. There's not one scene. That turns me off, like the dancing scene in, right. in Breakfast Club. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that there's a movie that is absolutely beloved to you, but there's a moment where you're like, nah, yeah. nah, 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 let's see what else is on for a minute. <laughs> well, know? when he tries out for the choir, that's... Uh... <laughs> It, it, the prison choir? The prison choir. I don't even remember that part. Mm. But I know that you guys uh, t- talk about that one scene in Caddyshack where she's yes. dancing in the... Oh, uh, yeah. she's on the green dancing around the flag and uh, Danny comes walking up and, yeah, that's... Uh, Fast forward. Yeah, get let's let's get through this and move on to another part. <laughs> All right. Uh, but listen, um, speaking of Oktoberfest, as we were a moment ago, uh wanted to stay on booze. I noticed another story. Oh, right. I didn't dance. Uh... We noticed that we're past that story. <laughs> yes, yes. No Oktoberfest. Now we move on. The noticer has noticed something else. Uh, but it does have to do with... a German edition. It uh, does have to do with booze. Uh, there's a Houston bar that's lifting some spirits or actually delivering them. A place, a place called Bovine and Barley in downtown Houston is bringing, they're delivering patrons uh, frozen cocktails and drinks straight to their doorstep. They have an adult ice cream truck that they're going around and selling booze in. So how does that work? Do you you go running after the the truck with your money? Yeah, you go... Mommy, can I have some money for the booze, man? (laughs) You go stumbling down the street. Um, Uh, Okay, uh, I'll have some scotch. The delivery is free. The truck operates from, get this, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Yeah, exactly, right? Uh, the menu features a classic lineup of margaritas, mules, pina coladas, daiquiris, and other mixtures. And I wonder, yes. No, I wonder. My sister-in-law lives in Texas, and uh, she said that they were having margaritas delivered. I, I, I don't know if it was a truck or not. Really? It was similar to this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did read that there are some places that were delivering cocktails. Well, I mean, you, not just uh, you know huh. a bottle of booze, mixed up cocktails. It's allowing the businesses to sort of get something coming in to put yeah. some people to work. So uh, again, we, once once this is all passed, oh. it's going to be hard <laughs> yeah. to stop the margarita truck. Yeah. I don't think we can't get away with this in Pennsylvania because no. I think our, our laws well uh, wouldn't who, allow that. But the laws could bend. You don't yeah. know. Yeah. You know. Uh, they do deliver to neighborhoods, and you do have to have a valid ID at your purchase. <laughs> so it can't be kids buying, right? Right, so make sure that that is uh, certainly... <laughs> hey, there's no case. salt on my margarita. Uh, let's see. All right, uh, here's another thing that I noticed, and I'm sure those who own uh, dogs have noticed that um, you're around your pets more often. Uh, the other day, we took a, um, a quick family jaunt together. We were going to do a... Um, it was a, a someone had passed away, and we were going to do a drive-by all right. wave thing. So we all got in the car, 
and we put our uh, we put our dogs in their crate for the first time oh. in oh a month. God. They haven't been other than when they go to bed, right, which right, is in, right. in the bedroom, and they're still with us. But we left them alone at the house they for the, their way for the out. first time. No, they actually they were very um, uh, you know they they were fine. They they actually like okay. getting in their. Crate. Well, you use their sleep hammer. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go yeah, night night. Uh, go to sleep. All right, all right. Come here. Go sleepy. Uh, no, but go sleepy. Your dog, your dog might have a hard time once the lockdown is over. Doctor Roger Mugford is an animal psychologist used by the British royal family. I tend to. Cats and dogs. And says that while people are working from homes, they can build up a huge reservoir of over-dependency, uh, which, uh, which could be a problem later on because your dog gets used to you being around all the time. I can see that. My dog, Chelsea, is a little bit more reliant on me now. Last night wanted me to lick her ass. <laughs> oh, my God. And did wow. you? Yeah. I did. Okay, wow. good. I did. You're a good owner. <laughs> Don't want to no. be cruel. No, no. Uh, so you sure my tongue's not as sandpaper as yours? As you've relied on uh, your dog for emotional support, it will be a huge shock once things go back to normal. The pets, so we, uh, with our cats, and they, they're like, so I'm going to work, yeah. and my wife is, is home a, a lot. She goes out, she's a social butterfly, so that's changed a little bit. But even even in that scenario, you can see they're like, oh, yeah, oh, okay, something's a little different. My well, wife. So I is- was talking to a vet tech um, who said that um, she believed anyway that that cats might be taking this um, differently than the dogs, where the dogs might be enjoying that you're home more. <laughs> like you're throwing the cats like whole routine off, and they're like, wait a minute, why are you here so much? What's happening? And I swear, I see it in my cats. Like they're fighting more than they normally do, and I think it's because. We're all here, and like they're most of the day, they get to like lounge around by themselves, and now they're here, and they're almost confused a little bit. Uh, I believe it. But you know how incendiary you can be, Kathy. You're probably <laughs> saying to one of them, you know, I really like you a lot more. <laughs> I wonder if it's sort one of the equivalent the of like press when you have guests at your house for a little while. Like you can't fully relax because oh, yeah. you feel like you need to entertain them or make sure that everybody's okay. And, yeah, my cats yeah. are always making hors d'oeuvres now. <laughs> <laughs> Is everybody good? You need a refill on that? <laughs> you can talk? Oh, yeah. Uh, we've been a- all been able to talk for quite a while. It's just we never had the opportunity because you were going to work so much. So once you get back to work, it could lead to your dog experiencing uh, or expressing their anxiety through, uh, you know, problem chewing, constant and barking, and what? And through song. And through song, of course, getting into a uh, wonderful tune. I wrote this one about a week ago. Um, to prevent this issue, Mugford suggests that dog owners take 30-minute breaks away from their pets several times a day to ease them into being alone when the lockdown does end. So maybe Kathy lock yourself you lock yourself in the bathroom for about an hour the way you do with the cats. <laughs> if they'll come if I'm in the bathroom, they stick their paws under the door and wait for oh, me. Oh, by the way, we haven't heard them at all in the past couple of days. If, last week uh, all you could hear was the your your doors rattling as they were trying to get in. Sorry. Haven't heard them at all this time. Yeah. Oh, well, good. Kath, when I take a shower, I can't have my dog Reggie in the bathroom with me because he licks underneath the shower door, oh, and like, God, you, thank God you said that. Yeah, I know. Hey, thank he God you let me finish. My balls. <laughs> it's so Get funny because you see the tongue go underneath, and it like, <laughs> it, I'm like, door. how are you fitting it through that little crevice? 
It's wild, but I, like, yeah. So, <laughs> my cats have. I at least have to have two or three cats in the bathroom with me. So, and I'll close the door, but sometimes, you know, the cats are big enough to push the door fully open. Yeah. So. You know, I'm at the top of the second stairs, my bathroom, and then, you know, my wife, is. she's got her bathroom on, on uh, the third floor. We have an old Victorian house. So a lot of times she's coming up the stairs, and I'm sitting on the bowl with the door fully open, and I'm like, the cat opened the door, honey. <laughs> Sorry. Please don't look in here. I'm feeling very vulnerable. <laughs> so keep that in mind that they're getting used to you being around. They might have a little separation anxiety. Yeah. Um, when you uh, go back to work. Uh, so these are things I noticed. That's all for now. There are other things that we will eventually get to. The noticer did a fine little noticing. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate There's that. There's some other stuff that we could have done without. I, I did <laughs> notice that uh, it's getting close time. We need to break because we've got a couple things to do. The Bizarre Files on the way, obviously, and your first shot at MMR's Rock yeah. Refund this morning. $500. Let's give it to you. Also, keep in mind, we have a secret text for a chance for you to win a download, digital download. Of birds of prey. So text the word secret to 39333. We'll come back in a moment. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day as well. Stay with us. Back in the olden days, about five years ago, your only options to keep listening to WMMR when you got home would be to drive your car into your living room or turn on something called a radio. But now, through modern technology, the smart speaker that's secretly collecting data on you... What did you say? ...can also stream WMMR. Just tell Alexa or Google to open MMR, and magically we'll come streaming into your home. Plus, it may help distract your device from becoming self-aware. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We've got about a minute and a half or so before we're going to go uh, live on Fox. I was glancing ahead at uh, Isolation Idol and our contestants. Uh, should be an interesting matchup today. All guys All dudes. Yeah, we've had a lot of ladies the past couple of days. Awesome. And uh, a few of them have made it to the finals, which are going to be on Friday. Uh, but taking a look at the guys that we're going to listen to in a little while, everyone except for one person uh, is singing with their own accompaniment. So they're going to be playing and singing. Do I see a guitar there? You you see a guy with it playing a guitar, but I think he's going to be playing guitar when he performs. All right. But you also see a didgeridoo. Ha-ha! So we had been promised there would be a didgeridoo performance. We will have that this morning. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how that turns out. Uh, I, what if he plays Wild Horses? That'd be really cool. On didgeridoo. We already have one uh, version of that so far. Uh, but I'm looking forward to hearing our next contestants, and uh, and we may have to do a little on-air audio test, because yes. the first two days we did this, we initially went to our first contestants, we couldn't hear anything. So we'll, we'll handle that in a little bit, probably after we get to uh, the rock refund word, which is going to be coming up in a moment. We should be hearing music any moment, and that is going to lead us into a live on Fox. Good day, mo- uh, second. I almost said moment again. The moment's a word. Of <laughs> I am screwed up right now. But here we go. Let's uh, do this thing. Wednesday. Now he seems pretty happy about a Wednesday. Hey, Preston and Steve and everybody over there. Uh, there are a couple of drive-in theaters. You know, old school way to watch movies on a Friday and Saturday night. Oh, there's yeah. There's one up in Lehigh County that I know about. I think there's one over in Vineland. Uh, Shakeweilers uh, is the one in the Lehigh Valley. I've been there a few times. It's a lot of fun. It's, so okay. it still exists? Yeah, from what I understand. I haven't been. We haven't been in a few years. But, yeah, it's uh, it's one of the few drive-in theaters you can find around. 
Preston, do you still go there with your wife and make out and stuff? Mike, we like to refer to it as Nick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the car. But never your wife. Never my <laughs> <Not> wife. <laughs> Uh, no, it was great. And I'll tell you what, Mike, what, a thing I forgot about, we were going to see, I forgot, it was one of the, um, it was like a Pixar movie and also, uh, um, uh, oh, I forgot what series of kids movies anyway, we took our family, and it was a double feature. I'm like, oh. a double, so they, they still do even double features where you go Damn. and actually watch two movies, Love take that. a little break in between. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was wondering, are we going to be able to sit in a car for four hours and... <laughs> And do this, but it was actually a lot of fun, and especially if you have no option, and and also if you have a good uh, stereo system in your car, the movie right. can be pretty awesome because they just have a wireless, you know, uh, a frequency that you dial in through your radio, and uh, and you hear perfect audio. It's excellent instead of the little box. See, but the problem pulled. with the. the- yeah, but the problem with that is because I love driving movie theaters. I would go in Texas all the time. Yeah. But yeah. I would do the frequency thing on the radio, and then my car wouldn't start after the double feature. <laughs> so I always had to get a jump. Well, you <laughs> it was could. so you embarrassing could every time. Turn it on sporadically. Yeah, yeah Mike, they used to have, and I, we used to go to the drive in movies all the time, and the thing, the thing you used to do is you'd, you'd sneak your friends into the trunk, and then you'd forget sure. about them and then open the trunk <laughs> a few months later. Sure. But, but yeah, it was, uh, but that, that teeny little box, that was. That was part of the charm as well. But, again, you do double and triple. I remember seeing, like, three or four of the Planet of the Apes movies in a row at a drive-in theater. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was crazy. Yeah, and then you'd forget the little box was in your window. You'd drive off. And rip it out, yes. The window would come out. (laughs) The whole deal. Yeah. So do we think they can make a comeback in 2020? yeah. At least in a, in, a, in a kitschy way, right, for I, for a while? I would hope so, and I think obviously with social distancing and everybody, even when we ease back into things, that's going to be a good option, a good family yeah. option or a date option or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. And I hope, like some things, uh, we, it might be a new part of our culture again yeah. mm-hmm. uh, because it is a pretty fun yeah. experience. I'd know? like to see drive-in live theater, like in Broadway, where, oh. you, yeah, where you, like Death of a Salesman, but you're sitting in your car watching <laughs> And instead of applauding you, right, honk. Right, yeah. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. yeah. Fans of the opera. Yes. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> I love oh, it. Mike, you you're going to sign up for Idol? Are you going to Isolation oh. Idol? Oh, Isolation Idol. Idol. Is that going okay? Yeah, It's going great. Yeah, we, we were just talking. We have our third uh, group of contestants that are going to be on, and we have uh, guitarists and pianists and okay. a lot of people sing. We even have a guy who's going to play a didgeridoo in a few moments. Oh, um, well. So we're, we're, doing, we're welcoming all kinds of talent. But, yeah, so far so good. Some really, really good stuff. Super talented. I haven't seen a didgeridoo since my last checkup with Dr. Mike. Oh, um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. He's very thorough. <laughs> Thank you, guys. All right. We'll see you later. <laughs> By the way, the idea. All right. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to do the rock refund because it is 8 o'clock. I'm going to do this little audio test, Marissa. So get ready. Here we go now. 93.3 WMMR. Now, your rock refund keyword. Our word is just like this contest. It's easy. The word is easy. E-A-S-Y. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways to do it. Uh, You can do it through the uh, special contest short code number by texting the word easy to 45911. Or to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter on the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. One random massive bubble. 
<clears throat> One random entry wins uh, $500 in this company-wide contest. It's like in uh, Bruce Almighty where he's like, Here I am. What the fuck am I for? That person will get a uh, call from Beasley, uh, so be sure to answer your phone. Contest oh, rules. Or at WMMR.com. <laughs> Sponsored by A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. So the word is easy, E-A-S-Y. So get on it. You have until 15 after the hour. And listen, if you can't do it now, I understand. But you'll have another shot at 10, noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. This morning, it is brought to you by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil manufactured on site, along with leaf compost, decorative stone, pavers, and more. Mulch Works sells to residential and commercial markets with delivery and pickup available. And you can visit mulchthis.com to view all the products or call their helpful staff to place and order. Uh, Okay, this is really messed up. A 19-year-old Newark man... Slashed a woman in the neck Friday evening in an apartment and then told her, you looked like the enemy. Oh, oh, the enemy. Uh, any specific enemy or just a general enemy? Just the enemy. Just uh, the enemy. Officers were called for a report of an altercation. The victim told officers she was uh, bent over near the door to uh, the apartment and talking to a girl. When Andre Smith walked in and brushed by her, she soon realized she had a bleeding six-inch cut to the back of her neck. Was she, in fact, the enemy? No. She said Smith then told her, I'm sorry. I don't know why I did that. You looked like the enemy. A witness told police that uh, he had driven, or she had driven Smith uh, to a dollar store prior. No, I guess the, the witness told police he had driven Smith to a dollar store prior to the assault, and Smith bought a three-piece knife set. Mm. He opened the package and took out a knife, leaving the other two in the truck. As the witness drove him back to the apartment where Smith was temporarily staying, the witness was walking up the stairs behind Smith. I need and, this to fight the enemy. And that's when the witness entered the apartment. He saw Smith holding the knife and separated him from the victim. Wow. Uh, so they found uh, the knife. With a dollar store knife no, on him. Yeah, no you, kidding. Can't spring for more expensive knife. Uh, when it comes to face masks, you'll want to check out the Center for Disease Control and Prevention's recommendations. Last week, a couple was getting out of their car at a supermarket in Coconut Creek, Florida, when they spotted a woman who was wearing underwear on her head as a makeshift face mask. You knew this yeah. was going to happen at some point, You're right? seeing these pop up, women wearing bras on their face. Yeah. Uh, the witness took photos of the video of the woman and posted them online where they have gone viral. But I don't know the story behind whether she does this regularly or not. Uh, okay, cautionary tale. An Ohio man who dismissed the coronavirus pandemic as a political ploy and ripped his state's lockdown as bull s has died of COVID-19, according to reports. John W. McDaniel, 60 years old, passed away last Wednesday in Columbus exactly a month after reportedly fired off a series of angry messages about the contagion. He had written, does anybody have the guts to say this COVID-19 is a political ploy? Asking for a friend, prove me wrong. He wrote that on March 13th. Two days later, uh, he reportedly called Bull S on Ohio Governor Mark DeWine's stay-at-home order, closing bars and restaurants. He said he doesn't have that authority. If you are paranoid about getting sick, just don't go out. It shouldn't keep those of us from living our lives. This madness has to stop. The posts have been deleted, but they were saved and shared widely on social media. So this guy was kind of, you know, thumbing his nose at the order. 
Uh, his obituary confirmed he died with his loving family by his side from complications from COVID-19. So he was not in the hospital at the time he died? No, I oh, know. Okay, yeah. said two days later, and uh, yeah, he said, said, well, his family's by his side, so I don't know if that means they're at the hospital yeah, yeah, or yeah. not. Uh, but anyhow, in sharp contrast to his re- his reported post, his family pleaded in his obit for everyone to continue practicing social distancing. But this time of year, under normal circumstances, Sakura Farosato Square in Tokyo is crowded with tourists who flock to the area to attend the annual Sakura Tulip Festa. Uh, this festival of flowers showcases thousands upon thousands of tulips in full bloom, stretching out in dazzling displays of color. Sounds gorgeous. Uh, this year, however, the entire nation has been placed under a state emergency, people being urged to avoid non-essential outings and attempt to stop the spread. As a result, the Sakura Tulip Festival has been canceled, but unfortunately, it hasn't stopped people from coming to view the flowers. 400 people were seen on the grounds on April 11th, the first weekend after the Prime Minister declared a state of emergency. This was... Yeah, this is despite the festival being called off. You can't treat this like a activity. And the parking lot being closed. So the city made the difficult decision. They had to cut all the tulips in the field, meaning about 800,000 tulips wow. of 100 different varieties were cut down in their prime. Between this and Oktoberfest. Uh, the city says the decision to cut all the tulips was regrettable, but it was one that had to be made in order I mean, to, to stop <laughs> Stop people from visiting. Uh, Keeping the flowers in bloom would have been dangerous as it would have inevitably attracted crowds at a time when coronavirus cases are rising at a worryingly fast pace around the country. As we say in Japan, no sad, bro. No (laughs) (laughs) sad. One last story. Uh, The Sheldrick Wildlife Trust in Kenya, and I've never heard of this before, Says a female zebra they rescued from a woman's cattle herd in May of 2019 recently gave birth to a zonkey. A zonkey? Yeah, I've heard of zonkey. Yeah. I've never heard of yeah. a zonkey. Yeah, A hybrid of zebra and a donkey. Is this it- stuff kind of fits. Okay. Right? Uh, they say that zebras have a gestation period of 12 months. Wow. Now, if you had said a salmon, which is a zebra and a salmon. That'd be really that'd weird. That'd be weird. Uh, so the zebra must have had an encounter with a donkey while spending time with the cattle herd. Ooh, Experts say like it's highly <laughs> unusual for a zonkey to be born to a wild zebra. So how do zonkeys turn out? Do they have the stripes? They, the one that I, I saw had sort of light stripes. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. But I remember the name Zonky, and I thought it was hilarious. I love that. Yeah, yeah. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the uh, Bizarre File for you this morning. Okay, let's try uh, real quick. Yeah, thank you, Casey. He pointed to this. Um, our uh, rock refund word is easy. Easy. So just reminding you that you have until 15 minutes after the hour. E-A-S-Y. <sighs> uh, so enter that now, and we'll see if you end up winning in a little while. All right, uh, we are going to test out our audio before we break and come back uh, for our isolation idol. So we have Moose, Connor. Yes. Uh, who is testing it. Connor, can we hear you speak, please? La, 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 la. No. Yeah. Connor, why didn't you? Oh, you work for us. We're okay. watching the video of Connor Preston, and it looks like a scene from To Catch a Predator. It does? Yeah. <laughs> he's kind of he's walking around the halls. It's wow. a, little, a little creepy. All right, so we officially have audio. Let's let's okay. all hope it works when we get back. So yes. We'll return with six fresh contestants ready to go and show us their talents, and uh, we're going to find out who makes it to the finals on Friday. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. 
love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. If you're looking to celebrate someone, simply say I love you or honor mom on Mother's Day. Steven Singer has safe and free shipping at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jeweler is still shipping fast and free as safely as possible. Whether celebrating mom or celebrating life, they're there for you. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I'm excited to do this again. Uh, we are on day number three of our talent competition. Yeah. We've had some really, really talented people that have checked in with us and have performed for us live on the air. I, I can honestly say every one of them has been talented. Now, there's different um, different things. We've had some, some you know, uh, we deal with the limitations of the technology. However, everyone is dealing with that. We've so, seen some of the biggest yeah. stars in the industry. Absolutely. Like... You couldn't have gotten a better phone than that? I mean, honestly, yeah. I love Paul McCartney to death, but yeah. it, was, it was a crappy connection. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. All right, well, we're going to do it again. So without further ado... You know you're talented. You just never had the chance to prove it. All you needed was a global pandemic to turn that spotlight on you. It's time for Preston and Steve's Isolation Idol. All right, there are four days total of the audition process, and then uh, we'll find out who all eight there are going to be performing on Friday once we're done with that portion of it tomorrow. Uh, We already have four that are set to go. Uh, Nicole, Kira, David, and Audra have made it to the finals. And who will it be today? We have six contestants who are vying for a slot. Uh, so let's go ahead and meet our contestants. Our first one, I will read an email uh, who are the information he sent to us. He said, I've been playing the didgeridoo for about 15 years, but I have no clue how I actually learned how to play it. I grew up in Medford, New Jersey, currently reside in Morristown, New Jersey. Uh, but 10 years ago, I got to live and work in Australia nice. uh, for a few months and did learn some more didgeridoo skills while I was there. I'm currently furloughed from a job I love, uh. but I'm taking it all in stride and passing the time by playing music, painting the house, and, of course, breaking baking bread. Hopefully banana, banana bread. bread. <laughs> uh, please welcome, from Morristown, we have Dan. Yeah. Who is with us. Hey, Hi, Dan. Good for- morning, Preston and Steve. Thanks for having me on. You bet, man. Nice to have you on. So uh, what do you do that took you to Australia? Um, so I was an ocean lifeguard for a lot of years, and um, just through an exchange program, I was able to go and uh, lifeguard in Australia on the Sunshine Coast for their summer season. And I so, have to tell you, man. It was great. Uh, Australia is beautiful, <laughs> but you could not, with a gun, get me in the goddamn water of Australia. I mean, box jellyfish, saltwater yeah. crocodiles, a, a thriving great white population. Did you encounter yep. any of that while you were there? Yeah, we had, um, you know, there's some sharks in the swim areas. Uh, they don't really think much of it. There's a lot of Portuguese man of wars, and, like, they treat them like the green head flies down the shore here. I so. mean, no, no, no. Yeah. But God bless you, and God bless the, the ability to hone your didgeridoo skills. Well, Dan, I'm, oh, you. I'm curious about the didgeridoo because we yeah. here in the studio can see you. We see a video shot of you. There yeah. are six guitars behind you. <laughs> Why did you decide to perform the didgeridoo this morning? Well, um, this is like a redemption for me, actually. I was uh, years ago. Casey brought this up last week um, when you guys were doing the the auditions for the Hoot Nanny for Weezer. Yeah. Um, I called in and I was on the phone with Marissa, ready to go, 
And she's like, all right, you're up next. I was ready to play the didgeridoo for the hoot nanny, and then Preston, you just go, eh, we're going to go to commercial break. Thanks, everybody. And that was oh. it. So no, no matter, no matter what, so no matter what, you're a winner today because you're getting your redemption. Even no matter how this plays out, you're getting your time in the spotlight. Exactly. All right. Exactly. All right, so, so if Dan, I can entertain for 30 seconds, I'll be happy. All right, so, so Dan, real quick, for the Hootenanny, you had to submit a video first, right? No, I think it was, you were doing live on air, so a friend of mine called me and told me to start just getting on the horn with you guys and okay. uh, dialing in and, yeah, got through, but um, to no avail. So. Dan, I'm very sorry. That was my fault. I apologize. <laughs> okay. It happens sometimes. Let, there are constraints. Let's do oh, a forget. make good. Now, here's the question. A didgeridoo is kind of a drone type of instrument. It plays one note from what I understand, correct? Sort of, yeah. There's okay. some things you can do and you can control with it, but okay. yeah, one, one tone. Okay, then that, I, I'm interested to hear because I, I want I want you to make this, uh, you know, uh, I want, stand out a little bit. Do you have a wah-wah paddle hook to it? Or, uh... <laughs> That'd be awesome. uh, it's possible, but I'll, okay. I'll see what I can all right, do. All right, all right you, have, uh, you have like 30, 45 seconds to uh, show us what you got. And uh, by the way, the didgeridoo that he's got is huge. It's kind of a, uh, an ebony. It looks like it's made from, yeah, like the wood yeah, might uh, be. Tell and what song are you playing? <laughs> playing uh, Wild, Wild Horses. Wild Horses. <laughs> I knew it. Perfect right. choice. That is the didgeridoo song. Here's Dan from Morristown on the didgeridoo. We're ready, Dan. All right. WMMR, so yes, I was. I, now, and, and Kathy, if you play up for your cats, you won't see them for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> how how are you able to get sounds like uh, vocalizations out of that? Because that's essentially your lips that are moving, right? Making that kind of noise. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's just the tube. You can you can try it with like just a little like piece of like one inch or one and a half inch PVC pipe, or even like a like a paper towel tube. Do um, but you vibrate your lips, then you just kind of growl your throat a little bit. You can you know kind of bounce your tongue behind your lips. And do it again. Make do, it do me a favor and do it without the didgeridoo. What would it sound like if if you don't have your your mouth on it? Um, just. And then you were saying like that. W- yeah, that, okay. a friend of mine put me up to that yesterday, and uh, I can't believe it worked. I never tried it before. No, it's <laughs> very cool. <laughs> Can you do? Right. I want to hear the WMMR without the uh, didgeridoo. I want to hear what that sounds like. And you're with the- uh, yeah, little growls. Like- <laughs> yeah, he said WMMR rocks. Oh, that's like, awesome. Uh, that now, was very cool. Was that an yeah. acoustic or was that an electric didgeridoo? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was, it's an acoustic, but there there are slide didgeridoos out are there. Are there? Wow. Yeah. Nick. I, I got to sample some in Australia, and it was, uh, you can get some really cool tones out of that. 
So, so my impression of it is like I am uh, really impressed at his ability uh, to to make a sound. I just I don't know if it's good or not. Do you guys know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Right. I thought it was good because I've I've we we used to have believe it or not a didgeridoo in the studio, and I couldn't get it to do all those meow. I could just get it to go bleh, yeah. but to do meow, you gotta cut foot loose. I'm actually I'm surprised and impressed with that. Yeah. It's beautiful. Okay, well, it's you. a it's a it's a beautiful instrument. All right. Well, Dan, thank you for performing this morning, man. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for doing what you're doing. You've been amazing. You've had. Oh, that's cool. And and you've been redeemed now. Okay. I listen. I it's it's now. I thought it was kind of jokey that we were going to have a a didgeridoo on, but I was actually very impressed with that performance. Do you know what this has made me think of, Preston? Outback Idol. Outback Idol. Yeah. Wow. Aborigines. Somebody said they uh, texting and said they also heard him saying Preston and Steve. I I wasn't sure. I thought I heard other things that sounded like words, but I didn't hear that specifically. So I'm gonna have to hear that again. He also said, "Is this the 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 didgeridoo that you've been come to known as?" <laughs> if he could do that, yeah. even I can't replicate that. I can do Pierre's thing, yeah. but I, I can't even do can my. You do now? Uh, hey, everybody's gonna have you on the baba to the baba to wait. Hey, everybody's gonna have you on the baba to the baba to baba. Uh, but I can't do the, it's just the improv that you've been come, come known as. I can't do it. All right, we're ready for our next contestant. You guys ready? All yeah! Right, ready. All right, let's meet him. His bio says, I am, I'm an old school blues fan with no professional music training whatsoever. Huh. But I like to unwind from work by playing guitar and singing. And I've never played my guitar in front of a crowd bigger than a backyard picnic or barbecue. Like it. I've been a diehard Preston and Steve fan for the last 15 years. And the show means a lot to me. Please welcome, from Bordentown, Kyle. Kyle! Hey, hey, What's Kyle? going on, guys? Yo, bud. How you doing, man? doing well i'm doing well how's everything going it's going as good as it can be you know uh are you uh you able to work through the uh uh the quarantine and everything yeah my employer's uh waiting for me to come in a little late today for this <laughs> oh that's cool that was nice of him so listen you you it said you you've never played uh your guitar for a bigger than a backyard picnic crowd was that with other musicians or did you just play and sing on your own just jamming. I like to come home and just unwind and play a little bit. That's what my dad did. He was an old school like farmer, and he would come home and play guitar, and we just kind of picked up on that. And that's that's, that's got to be so cool and and cathartic. I've always envied well, like Preston. I know that's a catharsis for you to oh, get behind the drum kit, right? Big time. I, I get on my didgeridoo. It really, <laughs> it, it really means a lot. But that's cool, man. Good for you. I, I don't miss a day. It's it's something I look forward yeah. to. I can go. It's just something that I can do on my own and kind of, you know, just uh, create a little bit, and, it, and it's a blast. So uh, that's cool. Kyle, do you you live alone? You got anybody that uh, that's you you're in a relationship or anything? Yeah, my girlfriend's here. She's a teacher. She's working from home, and I'm here okay. with my cat, Mayor. Say hi, Mayor. He's, he's right in the background. That's cool. All right, well, we're watching Kyle. We can see him. So uh, what song are you okay. going to perform for us, Kyle? I wrote a blues song about you guys. Ah. All right. I am excited. Uh, I, let's uh, check this out. you got about 30, 45 seconds, so uh, let's get to it when you're ready. All right, Kyle? All right, ready? All right, yeah, here we go. You hear me? Yep. Yeah. 
By the way, I did get a glimpse of Kyle's audition, and we're going to have to, because the song is longer than what you just played. Okay. We need we're, the full hey, there's, some, uh, there's some ripping on Kathy in there that I really am dying to get to. What, <laughs> tell, tell us lyrically what that what that is, if you don't mind. Well, um, I said that Kathy's, uh, let, I said, here you go, here. Kathy, when it comes to fashion, she'll give you a pointer, but sometimes she's weird as hell. Jutna, Keatna, Ketna, Joiner. <laughs> You're dolls. Wow. Yep, yep, yeah. wow. Oh my God, that's good stuff, man. Well, when when this is all over, Kyle, with your permission, we'll we'll post your song so people can check that out. Okay. Well, I'll record the full version and send it over to you guys to see how you like. It. Yeah, I, I already love it. All right, excellent. Good luck to you, Kyle. Thanks for joining us, bud. Thanks, man. All right, there goes Kyle. Yeah! Our next contestant on uh, Isolation Idol. So, uh, performing his own song. Uh, Casey, I think you said before that's very uh, very bold. It's a bold move. A you bold know, move. you, you kind of want to throw a, a cast a wider net, you yeah. know, play a song that uh, that most people can identify It also with. gives people a point of reference. Yes. Because they yeah. can say, how well did you do that? Yes. And this is primarily a singing and didgeridoo contest. That's it. <laughs> uh, Kyle's singing. If we're gonna if we're gonna play American Idol judges here, it was a little bit on the rough side. I like his creativity. His guitar playing was done. It very uh, the, the lyrics are great, and the song is definitely we, we got to get it in its fully produced version. However, he does that up on the air because it's funny. He even mentioned me losing the tooth on the air. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, the the vocals were okay. But listen, it's all how he compares to the other contestants. And that's today. what it's about. So let's move on and get our next contestant. For Isolation Idol, our next contestant says he's a 38-year-old native from, or he calls himself a Havertownian, <laughs> uh, who took his shot at musical stardom in his 20s. He said, I didn't quite make it, so now I work in dispatch for Newcastle County, and I enjoy playing in a 90s rock cover band called the Photoshop Hotties. That's a great name. Yeah. Uh, I also enjoy the love and support from my wife and daughter, so we are happy to welcome in Newcastle. Mr. Well, his name is Bill. 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 This morning. Hey, Bill. How are you, my man? I'm doing good, guys. How you doing? We're doing wonderful. So, so you play in a cover band, huh? I do indeed. Are you a just a guitarist? You a lead singer, backup vocals? What do you do? I am the lead singer, but kind of backup guitarist as well. Oh, okay. okay, like rhythm guitar. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, the other guitarist lets me do solos sometimes when he's feeling happy. So. It says here you took your shot at musical stardom in uh, in your twenties. I did as well, which meant I just played in a cover band. But <laughs> what what was your attempt at making it into the music industry? I uh, played in a couple of bands that got pretty far, uh, ranging from you know classic rock, hard rock, grunge, metal, and I mean I got the honor of being able to record with a uh, a, a Grammy nominated producer once, and it was pretty cool. It was an awesome experience, and I. 
kind of got right up to that point, and it just fell flat. Who was the producer? Was that David Ivory? Indeed, sir. I knew it. I wow. knew it. Yeah. All right. Nice. Uh, I know Dave, and yeah, he's he worked with Patty Labelle. Did, did he other produce the image? Great musician. No, no. He was he, David. He, David's here. Okay. Uh, so, all right. Well, Bill, what are you going to be performing uh, for us this morning? Uh, I'm actually going to be covering a cover. Um, right. I'm, I'm going to stick with one of my idols, Chris Cornell, and Ooh. he did an awesome cover of Billy Jean on his acoustic tour. Nice. Wow. Yeah, he right. did a great cover. Uh, vocally, that's a, that's a tough act to uh, uh, to measure up to, but I am excited to hear it. So, Bill, you ready to go? I'm set to go, guys. Let's see what you got. Here we go. This is Bill. All right. People always told me, be careful what you do. Don't go around breaking young girls' hearts. Sitting right beside me, the smell of sweet perfume. This happened much too soon, but she called me, called me to a road. Billie Jean is not my lover. She's just a girl who says then, I am the one. But the kid is not my son. She says, I am the one. But the kid is not my son. Yeah. Wow. Man, nice, Bill. Bill's got some lungs on him. A little bit of projection there. Excellent. When are your, uh, you got any gigs? Well, you don't have any gigs coming up. Eh? <laughs> Nobody has any gigs coming up. That's why we're doing this. Are you going to go to the bathroom today? <laughs> wow. Uh, think about it. When, when you guys play, when the Photoshop hotties play, what, uh, what venues usually perform at? Uh, all over Delaware, PA, and Maryland. I mean, the, my submit, my audio, uh, my submission video is actually from a live stream we did for one of our favorite venues to, to help raise money for them down in Maryland. Call it, it, it's We'll pretty much play anywhere that'll, <laughs> that'll have us. We nice. just we so do what, it for the fun of it. It's, it's not any of our main jobs. We do it because we love it. That's cool. We actually, what we should probably do, and I know Marissa's probably on this. I'm probably saying something that's already happened, but uh, people who do have bands that are active, uh, at the end of this all, we can put a, a list up if you are interested after yeah, post-pandemic. Yeah. Right. That would be awesome. I love it. I'm sure my guys, my understanding, I think my guys are watching and they're probably going to, all flood me with texts, you know, razzing me for the next, you know, just couple days. So. Hey, nah, you did great. You did great. They're not going to razz you at all. All right, Bill, good luck to you, man. Yeah, we'll hey, see how you do. Woo! All right, Bill. Nice work. I think um, he started off, I thought it was, um, uh, he started off a little um, pitchy. And at the end, I thought it sounded way better than the beginning. I I, I was a little nervous for him. It's, when, tu- it's when tough he, to be in a Chris Cornell world, right? I, yeah, yeah, I mean, but Chris Cornell or not, uh, I I thought when when he first started singing, I was like, ugh. I All think right. it was just hard to tell through the phone line because yeah. I could you you can't always get the. Uh, the, the instrument that's being played, unless it's like piano, exactly mm-hmm. what key they're in, because by the time he got to midway through, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, he's nailing it. Yep, yep. He's absolutely nailing it. And then when he was hitting those bigger notes, he had really good vibrato, really good projection. So, Agreed. Uh, good singer. His, right. uh, his submission was Like a Stone. Uh, it was wow. Audio Slave, right? Uh, Chris Cornell singing on that one. It, yeah. It's Audio Slave, I think, right? And, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, Steve, to your point, like anytime you're going to try to do Chris Cornell, it's just hard, and projecting it over the phone down the line makes it even more difficult. But I was impressed. Yeah, I think and many ways of uh, relaying this stuff live, because we obviously, as you said many times, we can't bring them into the studio now because of the coronavirus. But uh, sound-wise, this was the best we could manage, and I think it gets the job done. And again, when we ask you to vote, 
at the end of the week. Uh, keep all that in consideration. All right, let's get our next contestant on the line. He's currently stretching out at his home. We can see the video. And uh, he is, I'm, I'm going to read his bio. He said, my name is Adam, a.k.a. Grim, And I'm an artist from Philly. My tracks are sort of an emo alternative. Uh, but nothing should be taken seriously. I'm just chilling, killing, allergic to penicillin. Yeah. And his picture he sent in is great. It's him. He's wearing a face mask, and he's holding a Lysol spray can right up to the camera. And in the video that we see him in his home right now, he's wearing the same thing. He's wearing a mask. Uh, he has a Lysol can, not unlike Flava Flav, hanging around his neck on a chain. Uh, so we want to welcome Adam. Adam. Yeah, Adam. How you doing, man? Adam? Oh, Uh-oh. shoot. No, that's oh, my fault. Let's my try fault. it again. Now we can hear you. Adam, what did you say, man? I'm sorry. <laughs> I said, what's up, guys? Hey, nice to see you, bud. Uh, where You live in uh, Philly? Yes, sir. Northeast. All right. And it says that you are an artist, uh, an artist outside of the world of uh, musical talent. You have uh, you have other artistic chops? Um, yeah, I'm uh, getting into the business of making uh, chains out of Lysol bottles. <laughs> Dude, I'd buy one, and you did a good job on that one. You ran the chain right through the top of the plastic, which is cool. Did you do the artwork on the uh, the mask you're wearing right now? Uh, no, I didn't. That's from China, which is actually kind of ironic. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's 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 kind of ironic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. How have you been holding up during the pandemic? Uh, I've been I've been cool. I've been doing a lot of writing, a lot of working on the car. And a lot of crying. So a lot of crying. Yeah, crying as well. But we can't I, see you through the mask, so that's uh, good. What What's your uh, your musical background? How long have you been uh, playing and singing? Well, I've been playing in Philly since I was like uh, fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I I used to go to Northeast High School, and uh, right after they did the filming with Tony Danza, I hooked up with a bunch of uh, kids who were on that show who also played music. So we started a band and we played at the talent show, and uh, we did that for like three years. Started to do band stuff, oh. toured, and uh, yeah. <laughs> did you did did Tony ever sing with you guys? No, but he tried to interject his ukulele a lot. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> wow! I didn't know he was a ukulele player. I had no idea. That was the first thing he told me actually when I first met him. Uh, he just saw me with the guitar and he's like, "Yeah, hey, no, I play ukulele." <laughs> hey, by the way, I played a ukulele. I didn't ask. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, so you are going to be playing playing the uke this morning, correct? Yeah, yeah. A lot of my songs are kind of ironic, so this one's called Loser, and I thought it'd be funny to play it on, like, a jovial ukulele. Okay. All right, well, love it. Let's do it. All right, everybody, this is uh, Adam. He's getting his uke, and uh, let's give him, uh, you know, 30, 45 seconds to show us what he's got. Whenever you're ready, Adam. Cool. This is my song called Loser. Okay. Beauty's in the eyes of the beholder. Beauty's in a match from 95. Bottles laid across the sidewalk, otherwise my bed. And mom would always call me and tell me I was nervous. I'm a loser, baby. But the girls are next behind my head. I'm a loser, baby. Oh, you're laying this rock man. Social distance. Ah, oh, nice. that had a really nice uh, sound, a nice vibe to it. Yeah. Adam, do do you record any of your stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, that's part of my uh, EP. Uh, 
And funny story about that, if you go on Spotify and type up I suck, all one word, I'm the first result. That's quite an honor, man. Excellent. To be the first in an I suck search, it means something. Well, we appreciate the performance, and we'll see how you do against the others this morning. Okay, Adam? Cool, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Adam, well done, Adam. All right. We we have all kinds of uh, performers. What just happened? Really? Uh, he was my favorite so far is what happened. I uh, I thought I could tell from uh, even though it was sort of a jokey song. It was delightful. It was delightful. And he had a nice singing voice. Yeah. He was like totally on key the whole time. So, uh, Kath, you want to you want to uh, counter that? I don't know what happened. I don't know what just happened. She's a lot of fun, wow. isn't she? Guys? She is. She's the Simon Cowell. Well, I can't she... disagree with you. No, no, no. That's but my the, comment. I don't know what happened. You have to give us more. People who are on heavy medication say that. Explain a little bit. Use your words. Yeah, use okay. your words. Go ahead. Move on, guys. All right. Oh, my God. She's a joy. When she doesn't like stuff, she doesn't like to explain why. Yeah. Mm. That's all right. Okay. I, listen, I, I liked it, and for whatever reason, you didn't. What was it? You didn't like the... Yeah, we, uh, we got your comment. Move on. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's... That's yeah, time it's time time okay. Yeah. okay. All right, here we go. Let's get to Let's get our next contestant. That is not going to help. That is... I know. I know. I know. <laughs> hey, she's in Conchi. We're over here. <laughs> our next contestant writes in, and uh, he tells us he is the front man of the Philadelphia-based uh, cover band, Bangarang. I've heard of Bangarang. Yes, I've Quite heard of Bangarang as well. Uh, he also writes and plays original music under his name, Phil Murphy, and previously with the band Outset, he is currently quarantined with his wife, their one-year-old daughter, and their really long-haired dachshund chihuahua named Fletcher. And we want to welcome Phil Murphy. Hey! How's it going? Hey, Phil. We're doing well. How are you, sir? I'll tell you what. It's really encouraging to come on after those comments. <laughs> right, isn't it, though? Well, we hope you learn from the dissection that Kathy issued. <laughs> hey, uh, you know what? I have... Uh, I have... Uh, mentioned you guys band many times. You've played uh, Xfinity Live. I do live commercial reads for Xfinity Live. Yeah. Uh, and I know you guys have played a, a lot of gigs there. What, uh, do you play uh, larger venues like that a lot? Yeah, you know what? We started out as the house band at Xfinity Live when they grand opened, uh, you know, about eight years ago. And we did every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night there. And, you know, life happens. We get married. We have kids. And we're still there a few times a week. We call it home. So that's really our main our main spot. We're focused there. So quick question. Did you put on a suit for us today, or are you actually going off to work? Listen, if you play the Beatles, you got to put on the suit. Ah, I like that. All right. Yeah. Hey, uh, you're obviously a big Philly sports fan. We're looking at the the pictures in your uh, in your room behind you there. Um, yep. And uh, who, you got a favorite team? I like, you know, my preference is Eagles all the time, super into the birds. Uh, but you can see I got AI over my right shoulder, so Sixers are a close second. Okay, nice. You ever played at any of those venues at, uh, when the uh, um, sporting events are taking place? Yeah, you know what? We've done a couple just like kind of acoustic in the Wells Fargo Center at yeah, Flyers games and Sixers games, kind of at intermission or halftime. Okay, cool. Well, speaking of acoustic, you've got an acoustic guitar in front of you. And yep. what are you going to be performing for us this morning, Phil? I've been doing these Facebook Lives, uh, the Beatles songs, the past few weeks. Uh, so I'm going to do a verse and a chorus of something, if that's cool with you. Ah. Uh. Outstanding. I could use that. All right, let's check it out. Phil Murphy, whenever you're ready, man. Something in the way she moves Attracts me like no other lover Something in the way she woos me I 
Yes. Don't want to leave now. You know I believe in how. You're asking me, will my love grow? Well, I don't know. I don't know. You stick around and it may show. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Something in the way she moves. Yeah. yeah! Outstanding. Outstanding. Can't go wrong with that. All right, Phil, we are going to discuss, and uh, we'll find out if we move on to Friday. All right, bud? Thanks. Thanks, Thanks for playing. Let's hear it for Phil yeah. Murphy from the band. Well done. Well done. Uh, Bangarang. And, uh, you know, he, he had a little bit of audio cutting out, uh, but you could clearly hear he was he was projecting, and, yeah. uh, and uh, the guitar sounded cool, so... Uh, I do. You guys love the Beatles, you know. I, I do too. Um, something is probably top five Beatles song for me. Do you think it's? Um, I want to phrase this correctly, but do you think it's easy to cover the Beatles or difficult? Because they're they're so familiar, so people know their songs, but uh, you have to live up to the standards of, yeah. of what a Beatles song is. That's a good question. I, I think it's hard to cover uh, because vocally they're so impressive. I think that you can you can play the songs. Uh, you can play the chords on guitar, and it's nice to listen to. But unless you have somebody who can really sing it, it's it, I think they're hard to cover. I also think, Preston, it's so imprinted on us. We know the source material so much. Yeah. So you either have to live up to what we know if you're going to play it, you know, by sort of the, the book, or if you're going to veer from it and take yeah. that shot at being... Uh, an interpretation of it. I yep. think that song in particular, Nick, is uh, is difficult because it's got some notes that are kind of hard to hit, and right. uh, not unlike the national anthem, you kind of have to start. Yes, or space people, or, or space people. people. You That's know what I mean? way up. It's high. way the register is very big high. time upper register. Something was a, a clue on Jeopardy last night, but I didn't know it was um, George was inspired by a James Taylor song. There was an entire James Taylor category on Jeopardy last night, and yeah. uh, George took that song from a from a James Taylor riff. I didn't know that. Neither. Did I? Something in the way she moves was the first uh, lyric in a James Taylor song. Wow. And uh, George loved the song. You know, the, the James Taylor was signed to the Beatles. Uh, yeah, to yeah, Apple. Right, yeah, to yeah, Apple. Yeah. And, uh, and so he uh, said, do you mind if I take that and run with my own? Wow. Yeah. And probably the best song he's ever written. Right. Yeah. That. And uh, for Taylor was a piece of crap. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's meet her next. as it. Our final contestant, oh boy, is a 26-year-old musician from Maniunk. He's right around the corner from where we are. And he plays in a cover band, and they're called, oh man, I'm going to mess this up. It says Cabo, it but says it's spelled K-O-N-O. That makes no sense. Kono uh, <laughs> Nation, or, you know, we're going to ask him. Uh, as well as an original band with his girlfriend called Lines and Laces. Ah. And we're going to welcome uh, Michael, Michael from Maniunk. Hey Michael. Hey, how you guys doing? We're good. How are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I mis did I mistype that? It was Kano Nation. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Kano Nation, but it says it Cabo. says Cabo Nation. <laughs> so right. The B is next to the N on the keyboard. It's, it's like Bambi with an L. All right. <laughs> Kano Nation. What does that mean? So our lead singer, her name is Morgan Konopelski. Okay. And it's just the Kano part. Okay. And, you know, we're the nation. <laughs> of course. I got you. Now it makes sense. All right, so she's the lead singer in the band? Yeah, and uh, what what is you what do you do in the band? I play keys, I sing backup, and I do some leads sometimes. I like to get out in front and jump around. What do you what do you, what do you like to sing lead on? Is it is it original material or cover band? 
cover bands. Okay, so uh, what, what are your favorite songs? Pop punk stuff, you know, some R and B, soul type, uh, high energy kind of stuff. I love it. Excellent. So in this picture that we have, you're playing a a pretty badass guitar. Is that yours? Yeah, yeah, that was, that was my uh, yeah, that was my my guitar. <laughs> Do you still have that? No, I sold that. Uh, Around Christmas time, so I could get my girlfriend a, a special Christmas gift. Oh, it's like the gift of the Magi, but with '80s rock. Yeah, that, that thing that that is a wild looking keytar. That almost looks like you know something that a. Uh, uh, out of Star Trek that would be used as a, a weapon. Sure, like the, the, oh, yeah. the Klingons yeah. use yeah, so yeah, when yeah. you have the mating rights on right. Vulcan. Yeah. Hey, you also are in a band with your girlfriend. Is she also the lead singer of uh, uh, Kano Nation? No, no, she's not in Kano Nation. Me and her, we uh, write and record together That's in our great. house. Uh, we're working on our first album together. And, uh, you know, it's been nice with all this free time. We actually, we've been having like a songwriting boot camp the last week and just like settling down and really like digging in. And, and your original band is called Lines and Laces. What does that mean? Uh, so the lines was a drug reference. Right. And the laces means like, you know, lacy, like strappy clothing that like, you know. Oh, yeah. So so doing blow there. while you're cross-dressing. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. You get all coked up and put women's clothing on. on. Okay. <laughs> how else you got it? All right. That's how we roll in Manny, Unc. <laughs> all right. Well, what are you, you going to be performing, original or cover uh, material? I'm going to do a cover. Of uh, Jailhouse Rock by Elvis. Oh, a classic. All right. Well, let's check it out. And you're playing guitar on this, Michael? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to scooch back. I got uh, about 50 seconds time for you. All right. Let's do it, man. All right. This is uh, Michael and Manny Unk with his tribute to Elvis. Here we go. I can see why he does the high energy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Nice, man. Excellent. Uh, Thanks, guys. Yeah. Well, listen. Uh, we will. Uh, we will confer together. We'll make some decisions and we'll find out how you do. But thanks for that performance, man. We appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Have All a right. great day. You, you too. too. Good luck to you, Michael. There you yeah. go, gang. Our contestants. Round number three of Isolation Idol. Again. I know. Again, another tough decision. It is, and uh, we are going to have to make that decision, and we will uh, chat in our commercial break, narrow it down. We'll come back with two names, and on fr- tomorrow we'll, we'll get two more. We'll get six performances and two more names, and then on Friday they'll do one last performance, and then it's up to you, oh great listener, and America. Uh, that will be uh, making the decision as to who is going to be our five hundred dollars cash winner, but more importantly, the person we begin to idolize in isolation. Yes, yeah. yes, our, that's uh, part of the requirement that we begin immediate idolization. Correct. So, all right. Well, nice work. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. We have another opportunity for you to win five hundred dollars with MMR's Rock Refund. We're about an hour away from that, so hang with us. We'll be right back. While we wait and wait. For live concerts to return, 
MMR is raiding the video wing of the MM Archives to present MMR's Dream Stream Concert Series. The best up-close and personal performances and interviews from the Preston and Steve studio. Great song. It's the Struts on 93.3 WMMR. Pierre presents from Ardmore Music Hall. Tell them the name of the song. Wish I knew you. If you didn't know. Studio 4F. Joining us in studio, Mr. Kenny Wayne Shepherd. How you doing? Updated twice weekly at WMMR.com and streamed directly to the best seat in the house, your couch. MMR's Dream Stream Concert Series. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So, we had some decisions to make, and uh, that we did. And it was uh, tough this time around. There were there were a couple of really close ones, and we had to uh, take a good close look at all of the um, scores that we made for everybody, because there was a, a tie, and then we had to reboot and all this other stuff. But we got it narrowed down. We have our two contestants who are going to move on to Friday. I, I have a new appreciation for yeah. the weepy, whiny uh, judges on all these talent shows. Isolation Idol moving on to Friday will be Phil Murphy yeah. from Yardley, PA. Singer of the band uh, Bangarang. So he's going to perform again for us on Friday. And then we had a tough time, but we worked it out. And we do have, moving on to Friday, from Manny Young, PA, Michael. Michael. Who's saying uh, Jailhouse Rock. So if you only, if you don't remember the names, it was uh, Phil that sang something from the Beatles. And then Michael sang Jailhouse Rock from Elvis. And uh, they're going to move on. Every one of them. Adam, though. Adam's song, his ukulele song was great. Bill uh, really had a soulful voice. Kyle was very uh, funny with his novelty song about the show. And damn it, that was some of the finest didgeridoo I ever heard from Dan. <laughs> if I'd, I was... Really, this close to voting Dan in because uh, I—that's how tough it is. I was impressed with his didgeridoo skills. It was yeah. actually pretty awesome. But uh, we thank them for uh, and everybody for participating. So good being a part of the whole thing. Uh, so a reminder: we get that going again tomorrow. One more day of uh, us being the judges, and then we turn it over to you. And that's going to be on Friday. Um, secret text word, by the way: we have a chance for you to win a digital download of Birds of Prey. Uh, so text the word "secret" to three nine three three three, and uh, we'll did you see, see that? If you can, no, I've not seen it yet. All right, uh, so want to get your opinion when you do. Very much interested. Um, we were so busy uh, talking about that in the commercial break that we didn't get a chance to discuss what we wanted to talk about. Now we're oh. so incredibly professional, though. <laughs> yeah. So, I, well, I have things. I just, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what you guys want to to do. We could. We could talk about a uh, uh, an email incident that took place. Let's do that. Okay. Or, or I was going to say we could do the Ask Me Anything questions. That's good, have, too. We have a lot of these. Coin flip. We could do both, actually. Let's do both. Because we have some time. All right, let's do both, depending on how long this first part goes. Uh, because apparently there was another one of those. Somebody sent an email to not just everybody in their radio station, their, their you know, cluster where they work or what city they may have worked in in Beasley, they sent it to the entire company. What kind of a-hole does something? Like oh, that? no, what kind of idiot does something like that? Yeah, Casey did that. Did that go to the entire company? No, all right, so at Or just least, the East Coast? No, no, mine went to the entire company, but only sales. This, only sales. All okay. sales departments of all the Beasley stations. Yes. This one apparently went to every employee 
of Beasley. Well, from, from what I can make out, yes, Kathy? I think it was every employee, and I don't know if you guys noticed because I was going through them and, and deleting all of them. So I have a, a, another account, um, not my MMR account. I have a separate one, and I don't get very many emails on that. So it showed exactly how many came through, oh. and it was over 50 emails that, that came in just for this. And, and I don't know if you noticed, but for every email that was sent, for everyone that, that replied back, replied all and said, please take me off of this or whatever response it was, two came in. So for whatever reason, it was some sort of like IT ticket or something like that. Yeah. So you were getting the response twice from every person that responded. So the the, the, the fiasco was is people were <clears throat> clearly they wanted to not be continued on this email chain. And so they would they would reply all and say, please take me off. And so that sends back out to everybody. Yeah. And it just kept exponentially mul- kept multiplying. Yep. And I didn't find out until I saw you guys text messaging on our chain, on our text message chain. This email stuff is crazy, blah, 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 so on and so yeah. forth. And so I waited for it a while for it to play out because I didn't want to get in the middle of it. But I went and I took a look and, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty funny. It's I mean, listen, it is comical. I think there there are so many different layers to this whole thing. Oh. It, it is funny. Some people get mad. We, we also so we all sort of shake our heads at people that reply all for something, and it's like, why are you replying all? And there, there's no need for that. And I think there's a lot of us out there who think that the person that likes to reply all are um, narcissists. Well, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say perverts. Perfect. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Uh, but there were also people that get like all pissed off as if it is that hard to just hit a delete button. Well, that's what I was wondering, too. I'm like, why get that angry? Like, I was annoyed at it, too. And, and when I first saw them all coming in, because those emails, they all came pretty quickly, like, it, you know, within a short time frame. And I was annoyed, too. And I'm like, I want it. Like, how do I get myself off of this? But then once I realized what was going on, like. It it just was funny, and there were some really funny responses. Well, to, to me, I don't like. I just don't respond to anything. There's there's something that apparently is a security. I haven't done t- it either, I, and I don't respond <laughs> oh, to that. I, that. I don't yeah. respond to it because I assume, oh, that's somebody trying to get into our system. Mm-hmm. If it's legit, it may be a legitimate thing mm-hmm. about ha- protecting the security. I just don't yeah. answer any email. Yeah. I don't open any attachments. Through my own email, I'll do it. But through the company email, I don't touch a goddamn thing. Yeah. Well, somebody somebody responded in in, uh, in, in a not so nice fashion. Who, who is this person? I'm not, I'm not gonna right. I'm not gonna bring it up on the air. I, I don't know this person, but it's gonna be uh, an an internal inter- uh, internal thing, I would imagine. But somebody stated a couple things in all caps that were like, "Whoa, okay, yikes!" Guess you're really angry about this. When when someone in your in the company encroaches upon your little fiefdom, you know, your little this is what I control. Yeah, damn you! Yeah, and then you get that sort of thing, and you got it again. Take that pause. Take a breath. Go get some coffee, yeah, and then think about right. how you want to respond. No, you're you're right. And did you see that 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 person tried to recall his message? Yeah, no. like twenty like twenty minutes 20 later, minutes I saw later. like so and so would like to recall this message. I'm like, well, that's too yeah, late, dude. Too late. So no, got, no, no. We then got two more emails. One of him trying to recall it, and then that second email that comes in that says he tried to recall it again. Oh, oh my god! See, listen, I was on the receiving end of some of these eight emails back in November, leading up to the camp out for hunger. I was sending. <laughs> I was sending calendar invites to the entire sales staff. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I didn't send one message to the entire sales staff of Beasley. I sent it. I sent several. 
Yeah. Several. So because well, I was... also add the, the caveat, which is at the bottom of each of these emails, <laughs> yes. is Casey looking like a psychotic aborigine? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, come on, that's, yeah. that's comedy right I think there. it's great. But, you know, uh, Fur Durfel know down in South... Yeah. South Carolina might but not because, be But because of the, the responses and the, and the hateful, um, annoyed responses I was getting, I, I, I think I have a different sort of um, mentality about this. And it's like, it's not that big of a deal. Just hit the lead. It's an email. Yeah. It, it's, 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 not even, it, it's not even on actual paper. It's yeah. just in the air. It's not like you ha- every single time you get this email, you yeah. have to take a trash bag out to the trash can. Where's my letter opener? You, you just hit delete. Yeah. And then Casey, do you, hit do you it remember, again. <laughs> uh, do you remember specific examples of, of like how people responded in, a, in an angry fashion or an hateful fashion? Do you remember what some of the responses were like? Um, no, 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 because it didn't mean that much to me. It was. It was like. Listen, you I was, laughed about it. I laughed about. It. I thought it was hilarious. The only thing that would have been funnier is if it was somebody else that it happened to. <laughs> here's here's where I think, and I can sort of understand, especially in sales. When if sales, they're, they they use the email system like that is is surgical to what they're doing. They, you know, the business is being conducted that way. They're getting inquiries. They're responding. For me, a lot of it is just okay. I'm I'm checking a couple of emails from listeners. Uh, I don't even completely understand our system right now, and so that's why I, I just sort of use it sparingly. Oh, email but is for them, super important it's essential. for me. Okay, yes, it is yeah, yeah. very, very important for me because, you know, and, and, and Nick and, and, and Marissa and Kathy, like there, there's a lot of different ins and outs and things that you can miss. Like if you get a lot of email. Right, if it clogs it up. If it clogs it up, yeah. you might miss a message, and it, that happens from time to time. Right, but, right. Um, so but the best way to to kind of fix all of it is to respond in all caps. Yeah, yeah and respond in all caps just to yell at the entire company. I think oh, that's, that's the base, basically <laughs> the best way to do it. And, and Kath and, and Nick, what you were asking, like I didn't get mad at the people responding to me because I was able to, and you know me, I'm, I'm I can be very thin skinned at times. No, uh, but no, no, I really can. <laughs> really, um, but I was able to compartmentalize. It was like when I was a telemarketer, and when people would curse me out, I'm like. They don't know who they're talking to. Like, and it never, ever hurt no, my I feelings. Know. Your name is Casey Foster. And I can't stand you. I don't want break face. Yeah. Which, by the way, what what is the point of the so-and-so would like to recall this message thing? It's, it well, does it No, but, but I think if you do it within a certain time period, time frame, it will actually take it out of people's inbox. The question I, is, I've though, here, here's a quick question for someone in IT, Preston, and to your, to your question so what if a, a recipient has opened that email? Yeah. If the email no, is open, yeah. it, it won't erase out of someone's inbox. Yeah, if that's they were what right. I mean. Okay. Right. Yeah. I think that was it. I think it was It was too late. It was 20 yeah. minutes later. Everybody yeah. had yeah, seen yeah, yeah. the email. How many emails do you think you get in a day? More I get emails. a crap load. Right? About 200. Okay. Wow. I've, I, I've counted, and it's, it ends up being about 1,000 uh, for the work week. Um, and I, I don't know about you, Casey, but every work week I try to empty my inbox, and then I delete the deleted items folder. Somebody in IT <laughs> told me to do that years ago. So uh, I'll go to the deleted items folder at the end of the week, <laughs> see how many are in there. I know, Steve, you have 12 million sitting in your inbox. <laughs> oh, and inbox. Nick, Nick, I've never, I've <laughs> never given one permission for any any attachment or anything that comes in, you know, you're supposed to go through that process. Yeah. yeah. And I've never, not one single thing. And then I, and if, if it's very important, and then people need to contact me a lot of times, I'll give them my uh, one of my other emails, uh, just to cut to the chase. I think 
the system's a little arcane, as evidenced by this situation. Yep. I well, I'm interested to see what ends up happening. Oh, it's going to be interesting. Who got? To, you know what though? Quite angry about it. When I looked get, them up. <laughs> when we get yeah, the yeah. notification, one of us has to send it reply out to the entire. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. yes we yeah. should. <laughs> All right. Um, you want to go through a couple of these? Ask me Let's anything questions. Right. Give me some type oh. of music case. I'm sorry yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. request anything in particular, but uh, we may as well have something uh, to fill it out. We had. Asked via PrestonandSteve.com if there's anything you've ever wanted to ask us on the show, whether it be individual show members or the show in general. And it was I, popular. It was, and I have a few of them here. Uh, why don't we go with this one? All right, this person, this is from uh, Dave in Fairless Hills, I believe is who wrote this. He said, hey, in the show intro, where are all those clips from? Some I recognize and some I don't. So, Casey, can you pull up the show intro? Yeah. And we'll be be able to tell you uh, each one because mine has changed through the years. Every now and then, every couple of years, I'll I'll send over something new because if you're not up early enough in the morning when we begin, uh, we play a show intro right before we, uh, you know, welcome everybody and then we get into the news and so on. And it says, uh, the, the announcer says our names and after each one of our names, it plays uh, a little clip from either a movie or a TV show or something like that. So this is, um, I'll play it for you real quick, and then we'll tell you what they are. Hello, everybody. W-M- That's Jose, by the way, at the beginning. Housekeeping. This is from Tommy Boy. Yes. Housekeeping, you want towels? Want towels. Need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want me for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. <laughs> Listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR with Preston Elliott. You will listen to every that's damn word. The, wed- the wedding singer. Yeah. Oh, that's from Wedding Singer. I okay. can pause this. So. That, okay, that's yeah. from the Wedding Singer. It's Adam Sandler. Yep. And Steve Morrison. Words are like bullets. Uh, South Park sounds like. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, okay. I, I didn't select it. I think it was. Um... Really. Yeah, yeah, it was Lush. It was lush. lush, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What was that? Okay, so I must have. Uh... Uh, redid the that intro. Um, was that ham ass? Remember, I was called ham ass for a little bit. Why was I called ham ass? We got to figure. I that don't one. know. What? Play it again. That? Play what? that again. I, if I could rewind it, I would start it over. Oh man! All right. And that's that's you saying ham ass. Yeah, it's me saying you ham. You can't. You can't do that. I, I think it might a nickname. I think no. I did not give myself a nickname. What I did is I embraced. I embraced something that uh, I see. You're not thin skin. I'm not. No. I embraced yeah, it. Yeah, you embraced it. Yeah. See? Hello, everybody. Okay. By the way, Lay Off Me, I'm Starving is from Saturday Night Live. It's Chris Farley. You're dressed as a woman. Dressed yeah, as a woman. In the shop. That's right. All right. So, I'll And I picked that myself. sleepy. <laughs> Get ready to pause this. you want me for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. Listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR with Preston Elliott. You will listen to every damn word I have to say! And Steve Morrison. Words are like bullets. Plus, MS. <laughs> Lay off me, I'm starving! <laughs> Andy Romano. I'm going to destroy okay. everything you Pause own! It. All right, what is that from? I'm going to destroy everything you own. Oh, that's from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's uh, Caitlin's character, D, screaming it. 
Yeah. Okay. All and right. so, Kathy, I just found that out last week because somebody asked me asked. what that was from. I know. They emailed me, too, and, and I replied to it, yeah. Yeah, and I had no idea. And all I did was I typed in, I'm going to destroy everything I uh, you own on Google, and it Pull that clip up. Type yeah. in ham ass on Google and see what comes up. I always thought that was Tina Fey for some reason. I had no, no idea what that was from. You know what's funny? When we were looking for, for new ones to use, um, I searched like angry female characters and uh, she came up right away and, and uh, that clip came up and I was like, oh, this is perfect. Does she know you use it as, the, as your intro? You know, I think we told her once a long time ago, um, but it wasn't like uh, she was on the phone and we just quickly With her mentioned lawyer. it to her. <laughs> Stop using my. Steve, do you, do you want a new one in yours? You know what? I kind of like it. Uh, I might come okay. up with something. Mm-hmm. All right. I think something from Philadelphia might be good. Oh. The movie? Yeah, Tom yeah. Hanks? Yeah. <laughs> right as he's dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when he goes, I'm ready. <laughs> uh, it, <No>. Sure. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Oh, my God. All right, play the last clip. Here right. we go. Back away. I'm just not the, the hero type. Man. All right, and that's from? Iron Man. Yes. It's, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I didn't pick that one either. I lush picked that as well. I, I could I could go for a change at this point. I, I like well, it. It's not that I could dislike it, but I, I think a change every now and then is good. I, I had an idea for one for Steve, but unfortunately it was also a Tony Stark line, and oh. I, it was uh, We Have a Hulk. Yes. I thought that would have been good for you, Steve. <laughs> I like that. But Steve. we already had Nick had that. Well, do you know Steve, what I'm kind do you want to trade? I'll give you Tony Stark. We could for, do uh, that, though. I, okay. I, I'm kind of like a ham ass. Ham ass. That or a didgeridoo solo would be nice. And then no. the, the last one from Marissa. Magnata. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. It's from The Wizard of Oz. Yes, yeah. it is. Classic line because Marissa she is, the... is not in the studio. She's yeah. on the other side of the, the glass and is not always spotlighted on the show. Well, a fun fact, by the way, here, our our intro was the, initially the product of Zach yes. uh, from Y100, who is now our yeah. imaging guy here at, uh, uh, at MMR, does a fantastic job. Yeah. It's just the absolute best in the business. So he's back here doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that was also with uh, some of that was part of uh, 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 Lush, who was imaging director for years and years and years and did a great job here as well. Yep. Do you guys remember what the old I- intro was? Do you have it? No, it's always it's always been the oh. Tommy Boy for as long as it's been the uh, Preston Marilyn and Steve show. Yeah, yeah it's, now, so, mine, it's so good. Mine used to be. Uh, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, I'm kind of a big deal. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, and that was from oh. Anchorman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I forget I, what mine was. All right, it's all right. I have, I have some other ask me anything. I want right, to move yeah, on. Yeah, we're eating up We don't have a whole lot of time. So all right, you know, and I and I saw a text from this. I don't know if it's the person that sent this in. Uh, but I will ask this, and this was from Christy in Glendora, New Jersey. It says, where did high grandmom come from? <laughs> oh, well, I have that as well. Okay. Um, if I can the play all the time? I, I'll get the actual, um, if you want the... Do you have the whole thing? No, I don't. I just have high grandma. If you have the whole... Yeah, I, I have the Here's whole... Here's the drop we play. Hi, grandmom. Okay, that's Casey saying hi, grandmom. And then that comes from a longer clip. We just isolated that out. Do you... Yeah, it was Casey talking to Siri. Right. And his kids would say gibberish, and Siri would repeat it. And so Casey, break, he goes, watch this. And he breaks out his, his iPhone. And we're sitting here like. And he just goes into this thing. What? And as soon as he finds the audio for it, you'll you'll understand why we were looking at him going, what kind of brain tumor did you just 
Yeah. What's up with you, ham ass? And what's what's really funny is, listen, I have a lot of moments in the show where I'm like, oh my god, I completely lost the room here, and I thought that I had completely lost the room, and what I didn't realize is that you guys were like, oh, we're. No, we're no, no, being no. Quiet. We're being yeah. quiet, so we get this entire, <laughs> yeah, uh, all, the, all the audio here. So here's the entire clip here. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, how, you, oh, I, I mean, never mind. We did some like really what is this? Ones. Of course. I, I thought that was different gibberish. Okay, uh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Let's see this one. Yeah, yeah. We, no, same thing. No, man. All, All right. right, you gotta Hi, have to give me a second here. We'll come back to it. Which, by the way, it was like gaga boo boo bibi gaga gibaba gigiba. Hi, grandma. <laughs> to see if Siri could keep up with that translation uh, uh-huh. or that dictation. Yep, yep. So uh, that was the origin behind that. Uh, here's another uh, clip. Oh, here it is. I got it. Okay, right. you ready? I, uh, yeah, yeah. Right, here we go. Hi, grandma. <laughs> and again. <laughs> Hi, Grandma. All right, wait. Let's let's do that with uh, let's let's do that with Pierre. Okay, at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, uh, all right. <laughs> Three, two, one. Hi, Grandma. Let me let me start it just a smidge before you. Okay. See if they can land together, or maybe right as he says, "Hi, Grandma." So, all right, you ready? I'll go, and then I'll point to you. Here we go. Hi, Grandma. I should try and figure that one out since I know that hey everybody's good to have Dude, you. there's no way. Hi, Grandma. That's that's on the line of your your impression of fireworks. Uh, oh yeah, God. which is actually the uh, it's, it's the Daily Double from yeah. uh, Jeopardy. This one somebody could easily make a a mix of that. Yeah, oh my God, and, yeah. and put it to music and, and make Mother's it, Day make it rhythmically work. So, <laughs> all right, here's another one. Somebody wants to know another origin, Steve, and it was um, oh man, where did I where did I oh yeah, it says. Uh, where does the big, the drop big dogs running originate? That's from Doc in Doylestown. All right, that was um, I remember wh- what it was. Yeah, the, it was the, the show where they would switch houses. No, no, it was it was a it was a show that only made a couple of episodes. Steve, it was it was a simulated law show at where people were trying to uh, people had these lawsuits and they weren't really lawyers and they were trying to uh, to work a case. All right, so. And there was a guy but the on guy the stand. The guy was real, right? Yeah, no, well, the guy was real. Yeah, the guy was real. Yeah. So he was he was explaining that his neighbor had a dog, or he had a dog, and he let the dog out, and it was going after his neighbor. And he said, as he let the dog out to warn his name, his neighbor, big dogs running, big yeah. dogs out. And Steve and I were sitting there. It was on in the background. We just turned and we go. What the hell was that? <laughs> I've got what that. Was, let me, and let it's me... the same same guy that's doing the wah, wah. Oh, and that really? is him God pretending that he was honking a horn. And I honk my horn. I went wah, wah, like that. <laughs> Give me two seconds. I'll find it. Sure. No kidding. Uh, I so didn't even know what that was from. It was from some show that did not last at all. Kathy, it used to be on right around the time that the uh, uh, the Tony Danza show uh, oh, would yeah. end, and I would throw things at the television yeah, yeah, yeah. when Tony would start singing. <laughs> right, let me try if I can find it this way. Singing round. and dancing. 
time. We could do a whole another bit just yeah, on origins go. of sound bites, you know? Yeah, right. here we go. Big dogs running, big dogs out. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. <laughs> big is, dogs running, big dogs out. Is the uh, is the Wawa nearby there, too, uh, or is that completely It should be, different? and I can't find it. There should I be guess. a search function that you can uh, yeah, type Wawa in, Yeah, right? Wawa will come up with a... Uh, Wah, 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 that one too. Wah, there there it is. All right. Wah, <laughs> that's the same guy. Wah, wah. So he's seeing, and everyone's looking at him because he had these, he was just deranged. He was just, and he had these, all these big dogs. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's the answer to that. Uh, you know a clip I love watching in the movies is uh, I've got too much doo-doo in my underpants? Yeah, that's from uh, Mr. D. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, how about a... My tummy hurts. I've got too much uh, let me see here. You want to go to some other show? Sure, uh, or, sure. Or show member questions. We're and changing lives. These I haven't had a chance to really <laughs> look at. All right. Here you go. Here you go. For, for Kathy, this question comes to you from Mike Hazelton from Bethlehem. And he, what? Uh, Mike Bethlehem from Hazelton is up next. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Two, two locations. All right, so Sorry. anyhow, uh, it says, if you had to reproduce with a man from the show to save humanity, oh, man, God. who would it be and why? Oh, God. Well, I have to tap out. I have no semen. No. <laughs> Good point. I mean, Steve's out. That's a shame because... It would be him? It would be you because you're the cleanest of the... Ah, I knew it! <laughs> I knew it! Yeah. And I... Yeah. <laughs> I, am, I am that. An organized. But the... Uh, yeah. An organized. <laughs> you're orga- the they room is probably that. nice. The yeah, yeah. Sheets are made. The blanket's there. You're clean. You've showered three times already. Well, you know, and, and it's like that meme where the, the guy's walking with the girl, so he's looking back at the other girl. It, it can't, it can't be looking back at the guy. I bet he's organized. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we can go with that. Because I wouldn't pick sheets. anyone else. I yeah. took out, but, but when I had the uh, prostate removed, they took out the semen, uh, yeah, like, seminal I mean, glands. Even better. Yeah, even better. No mess. <laughs> yeah, there's there's everything you want in a man. Never even that's a consider swallowing. There's so much of value, Steve. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, all right, Nick, here we Your go. Your wife is so lucky. She is. She's Nick McWayne, uh, David Dowdy from Havertown says, two-part question, Nick, with the new Pearl Jam song, Super Blood Wolf Moon. Doesn't the first verse of the song sound like Superfly Snooker jumping from the top rope? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And now when you listen to the song, do you hear the real words or the words that I hear? You guys rock. Play it. Oh, jeez. Uh, what's it called again? Super, Super Blood. It's called Superfly. Super Blood Wolf, wolf Moon. moon. Zap, zap, do blah, hi, Grandma. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-
Uh, well, let me. Let, we'll work our way to me. Right. Uh, let's see, Casey. I didn't ask you a question yet, right? I don't think so. Uh, let's see. How about this? Do you, Casey? This is from uh, Chris in South Philly. Do you miss a month of stunts and having the rest of the gang trying to kill you? <laughs> uh, yeah. Month Some of, of stunts for those who may not have listened to Y100 was a uh, thing that we did with Casey. We took a month and every day for the month we did a stunt. Uh, some type of, uh, of of a outside of the studio stunt that he had to do, or in the studio sometimes. Yeah. There was an enema, um, and uh, that was actually a good one too. Yeah. Was that a coffee enema? It was, or is it a regular one? All I know is I one. could see it from where I was standing. It was. Um, there were some of them that I didn't really care for. That I was like, listen, I don't like fireworks, and I kind of pushed out and made a, a tin man suit of armor. No, uh, you didn't push. You you had that was damn good. But I. There were some that I really... Listen, I got to go skydiving. Yeah. I drove a car into a pond. You know, despite how uh, potentially dangerous that was, that was fun. So there were a couple of things there that I really did enjoy. Oddly enough, one of the simpler things is the thing that did you in, that injured you. Yeah. Yeah. I fell off my bike and, and separated my shoulder. I tried to go into a roll, yeah. you know, to uh, basically... Um, brace for impact, essentially. And, and that was the worst thing I could have done. And... Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess a little bit. I, I like doing some of those stunty things. All right. Well, we can try. It's hard to do them now, man. Well, now Back that we then, have a we legal had, department. We had zero <laughs> legal restraints whatsoever. We just we did it. We did what we wanted to do when we wanted to do it, however we wanted no to do it. No one In fact, the, the, the company wished we were killing ourselves. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, so let's ask, uh, well, ask Steve a question, then me, and then we will wrap this up. Uh, Steve, let me see. We have a lot of questions for you. And this is from our last time around that I didn't get a chance to get to. Uh, how about this one? Uh, hey, I know you've discussed Zelane in or- Orland, PA. I know you've discussed this before, but why do you stand for the entire show? I keep missing the answer. Thanks, and you guys all rock. So, actually, the first time I ever did morning radio, I stood. To me, it seems like stand-up comedy. And okay. it, keep, it just keeps me, uh, it keeps me alert at... at not what you're hearing today <laughs> from me, where I've lost the ability to speak English. But um, for the most part, it keeps me uh, alert, awake. Also, in this case, I uh, I enjoy the line of sight. I can see Casey in the eyes. I can see you, Preston, and it makes a difference. That's a pretty straight-ahead question. Let me try a different one, okay? Yes. Let's do two for you. Uh, do you. This is from uh, Mike in Philly. Do you ever prepare your comedy for the show, or is it all reaction and on the fly? P.S. Can we do accents together someday? <laughs> yes and yes. No, uh, the only thing that's pre-written for the show is the Hollywood trash. Everything else, like, uh, for example, Preston and I do a ton of reading uh, in anticipation of the show. So a lot of times, um, you know, he'll bring up something I said, yeah, I read that. Or, that we, we've already that, seen. We've yeah. already, so we've seen mm-hmm. a story. So I know the context of a lot of where he's going. But the bizarre file and everything, all the commentary is improvisational. Now, we realized a long time ago that uh, people seem to like that more because they know it's being made up in the moment. Yep. And that seems to be uh, what goes over the best. So I've done pre-recorded bits, but... And we play off each other yep. the best that way anyhow. Yep. And also, a... I'm more inclined to say stuff I probably should. Yes, yeah. rather rather than, than really think about it. That's right. You just kind of go for the it. The same way you should think about emails before you send them. Right. I, I employ the absolute opposite, <laughs> yeah. and I try to think as little as I can. All right, do you have a question for me? Yes, uh, and this actually is a bang shot off to Kathy. Uh, Preston, you mentioned a couple times how you were not sure about Kathy when she first started. 
until the death of John Ritter. Mm-hmm. What actually happened that changed things? Okay, so I'll, I've told this story before. I'll tell it again. We had had Kathy come in. This is after uh, we were looking for another co-host, uh, co-host or a uh, member of the show because I, I believe it was Gina yes. was the last. Yeah. Gina Crash had left. And so we we were looking, and we, we put the search out, and we had a lot of people submit uh, tapes. We listened to them, the ones that we liked. We invited in to come and sit in and just get a feel for what it was like on the radio. They would do the news, they would do the traffic, and then just, um, you know, we'd, we'd find out what their personality was like because right. they'd be a part of whatever discussion we were getting into. So Kathy we had seen on NBC10 doing the traffic, and she had sent us a, um, a resume a while back, and we still had it. And we're like, well, let's give her a call and see what she's like. So Kathy came in, did the news and traffic just fine, and just didn't really insert too much in the conversations. And so we're like, oh, she's kind of quiet, you know. She's and, not into insertion. And well, we didn't <laughs> find that out until later. <laughs> yeah. But so, so we had her in like three times. We were trying people out multiple because we did like the way she did the traffic and the news. Right, right. And um, we, that, just, we just weren't sure about personality-wise how she was going to tie into the show. So Kathy was the last time we're like, you know what, let's give her a call one more time. Uh, because we, we uh, to be honest, Kathy, we didn't have that many more people that we were going to and it was try out. And it was sort of uh, like someone had canceled out, and we just oh, yeah, well, let's bring her back. Like we weren't really planning on having Kathy hell. back yeah, again. Yeah. So we had her back in. It was the day John Ritter died, and Kathy was just like, "Oh my God, I love him so much! I can't believe this is happening!" And we just saw Kathy's personality open yeah. up, and immediately I'm like, "That's the person we're looking for." And part of the reason in that decision, at least on my level, was is because those other times she was also quiet and didn't say too much. She didn't feel the need to insert herself into a conversation just to insert herself into a conversation. She only talked about stuff that she really had. An yeah, and opinion. we totally need people like that on this show, Preston. <laughs> <laughs> with Kathy, it's... It's got to balance the other people out. With Kathy, it's insertion on her terms. Right, 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 right. <laughs> well, I mean, pretty much. So the thing about doing a radio show when you have marquee names, so Steve and I are the marquee names, but you want your players as well, is people that aren't trying too hard to insert themselves into it to make their presence known. And Kathy only does it when she really has something to say. She's not saying things for the sake of saying things. <laughs> and that's important. So yeah, it's true. And it, we we all we all have those. And, and then oh, yeah. yet with Casey, people ask Wait, sometimes. <laughs> no, no. And, I, and this is a defensive thing for you where, where you know, you'll, you'll I say to Casey, you'll come like, man, I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I should have. And I said, no. <laughs> do what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't want to throw out the baby with the bathwater totally. here. Totally. There are times that I'll get annoyed when he says something, and but it leads to something brilliant. Uh, <laughs> or it allows me to come in. Like this? Hi, Grandma. They just so, cut to us looking like dogs looking at a fan. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, so believe me, guys. Uh, sometimes I go home and I just want to cry over how I performed that day. But you tell, uh, it's it's all good. The the thing that I it was a recent example of this is when you a lot of times you'll start talking on something and you'll you're looking for something and you're not quite sure where you're going and you'll go to another level and then and then to another level and sometimes if we if we if I don't jump in or whatever. 
It's just like <clears throat> I'm like, please. Okay, back. I'm back drown- to you, Brett. I'm, I'm drowning here. <clears throat> I'm drowning. <laughs> I, I got a I got an email from this guy Kyle who sends these every now and then. I'm yeah. not going to go through them all, but he sends us. He he listens very closely and takes notes, and he keeps track of case what he calls Casey isms. These and, are loving, Casey. And Casey, yeah. this one describes what you were just talking about. In, in, in on the on the 14th of January of this year, <laughs> in response to Nick saying that Casey can talk to anyone about anything, Casey responded saying, "Yeah, it's an all it's all an act, though. I'm dying inside." <laughs> <laughs> so that there you go. Yeah. That describes Casey quite literally. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the admission last week, Casey, where you're like, sometimes I eat so I don't talk. <laughs> right? I'm just doing anything. I'm like, all right, I've used all my words for today. So. But then sometimes you can't help yourself and you'll talk while you're eating. Uh-huh. No. All right. Well, these are questions you wanted the answer to, gang. So thank you. We appreciate it. I have a whole stack of them. Oh. And from time to time, when we do find a window, uh, most times we have, uh, we have commitments and things that we need to do, but we'll try to squeeze these in. We need an intro for this, and in that, you could use the clip from A Few Good Men. You want answers? No. Okay. Yeah. All right. I want the truth. Uh, maybe we can do that. All right. So we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. Bizarre File Stories are up next, and another shot. $500. And wow. Rock Refund is on the way, too. We'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, we're going to do the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre File. You want stories? I got you stories. Let us begin. We'll start with uh, this. is a pretty morbid little thing I didn't think about with uh, the coronavirus and quarantines. Uh, zoos that should have been crowded are now hard up and asking for donations. The zoo director in northern Germany yes. has even admitted that some animals might soon have to be fed to others oh, if the oh, zoo is to survive. Uh, they said this is according to uh, New Munster Zoo's Verena Kaspari. The Munsters have a zoo? No. no uh, that's the name of the town. Oh. Uh, they, we've listed the animals. We'll have to slaughter first, she said. Uh, And uh, she said that uh, killing some animals so that others could live would be a last resort, though, and unpleasant, unpleasant. But even that would not solve the financial problem. The seals and penguins need big quantities of fresh fish daily, she pointed out. She says, if it comes to it, I'll have to euthanize the animals rather than let them starve to death. So, I I mean, you would probably follow the, the food chain and, like, feed the tigers to ducks. Yeah, that's yeah, the way yeah, it usually yeah. goes. No, but they said, at the worst, we would have to feed some of the animals to the others. Pretty wild, How right? about uh, less than productive employees? Uh, maybe. Yeah, have yeah. you considered? <laughs> Lou's always late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, never a dull day for Texas Parks and Wildlife Department game wardens. One particular day involved date night, crystal meth, illegal digging, and baby Yoda. Ah. Uh. Sounds like a good episode of The Bachelor. The Hayes County Warden responded to the scene after receiving a photo from a game camera that showed a man and a woman trespassing. Uh, the couple was digging on an archaeological Native American burial site, and the warden found them in a hole previously dug by other trespassers. Well, before the warden could say anything to either person, he said that the man hastily stood up and said that he wasn't digging for arrowheads at all. Oh, not. And that he hates diggers. 
I hate him. It was the later. It was later learned. You know what I hate, diggers. He, that uh, couple what? were husband and wife, and uh, they were out on yeah, a date. Yeah, diggers. Yes, with a D. The couple was detained and placed in the warden's vehicle, where the man admitted that he had a glass pipe in his pocket that he used to smoke CBD oils. Uh huh. It was shaped like Baby Yoda. And it had a small, clear, and white crystal consistent with the look of crystal meth on it. The warden went to speak with the woman. She said she had no idea they were on private property. But they walked past multiple no-trespassing signs to get to where the warden found them. After the warden finished talking with the woman, he returned to the front of the vehicle. And the baby Yoda pipe was not where the warden left it. The warden asked the man if he knew where the pipe went. And the man replied he didn't know. I don't know. The warden looked around and found the pipe broken in half in the middle of a fresh footprint a few feet away from the vehicle. He stomped Baby Yoda. He did. He curb stomped Baby Yoda. After the further investigation, the warden saw freshly disturbed dirt and a small and saw a and a small saw in the hole the couple was found in. They were found in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> the warden looked through the woman's I'm purse. We're just down here, hate. You know, diggers. And uh, found several rubber gardening gloves, each with four Native American artifacts inside them. Uh-huh. Uh, police took the couple to the county jail. On the way to jail, police said the man claimed he had coronavirus. And then leaned forward and against the partition of the patrol car and aggressively coughed towards the officers. <coughs> they, oh, God. Oh, dear. They were both charged and arrested. <laughs> Those are both disgusting, but Gary's is just slightly more gross. Gary, it oh. sounds like he's coughing up a canned ham. <laughs> oh. I think of <clears throat> clam chowder. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Yeah. <laughs> oh. But with it's not Gary clam. Yeah. Oh, oh god! Jesus. Is that Gary Clam in this? A South Texas emergency room physician had chosen a novel place to self-isolate as he is treating patients with the novel coronavirus. Dr. Jason Barnes made a temporary home of his children's treehouse in the backyard of the family's home. It's pretty cool. They were showing, like, video of the family playing below him, and yeah. he's up there saying hi. And that's where he's living because he works in a, an emergency room he could very well be mm. carrying. No, so he's doing it's a smart it. move. Uh, he's among many health care workers who are leaving their homes or are taking other precautions to protect their families after being exposed to the virus. The new coronavirus causes mild to moderate symptoms for most people, but some... Especially older adults and people existing with health problems can cause more severe illness or death. So Barnes, a 39-year-old physician, said that he has spent nearly three weeks in the cabin treehouse and often shouts down to the kids if he needs something or sometimes walks up to the back picture window of their home to make his request. Uh, There are some kick-ass... There used to be a show, I don't know if it's still on HGTV case, with the super treehouses. Yeah. They have all sorts of different Just amazing. Yeah. Uh, this self-isolation means his two sons who are six six and nine lose their playhouse. He said they they love that thing, but they understand, uh, so they're not missing the treehouse per se. So, All right, and then one last story. Short one. A Twitter user recently documented opening a can of Chef Boyardee Spider-Man pasta from 1995. Uh, the guy described the can as wildly corroded, took video of the whole process. Inside he found a rotted three-ounce chunk of the product. Oh, God. You think, you know, sometimes cans will keep them nice and uh, fresh, but no. no. There's a show, the, the the new show, where they do this. They eat archival. No. Like, they'll find 50-year-old cans of spaghetti, and they, actually they, will, they will eat yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, he removed the chunk and amusingly noted that one of the Spider-Man-shaped noodles was still visible. 
Uh, his thread has gone viral with over 100,000 likes on it. And there you go, your bizarre file. Hey, you know what? It's 10 a.m. Where is... There it is. Uh, we need the intro. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's it... okay. I'll wait. There it is. And there it is. Nope, nope. And that's not it. Nope, nope, nope. Preston and Steve. Wait. Oh, and that's... <laughs> Stop it. This is the worst Stop day of my goes. life. It takes a little while for it to load. Now you can hit it. 93.3 WMMR. <laughs> now, your rock refund keyword. Nice work, ass. <laughs> Oh, uh, no! I, no! Our word, no one can say that but him. No. Our word, MS. Our word is laugh. L-A-U-G-H. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do so via text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911, or to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it on the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. So the word is laugh, L-A-U-G-H. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from our company, Beasley, so make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. It's sponsored by A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. So once again, the word is laugh. We wish you luck. We'll return in just a moment. Stay with us. Here, Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Um, So we're going to do today's lesson question and we're going to give away a $60 Metro Diner gift card uh, for the answer to this question. What do I use to get my dogs to calm down before putting them in their crate? <laughs> so they go night-night. Yeah. 215-263-WMMR. Okay? Need the proper term on this. What do I use to get my dogs to calm down before putting them in a crate uh, to go night-night? 215-263-WMMR. And while you're calling in, we're going to do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Gwinnett Mercy University. And their graduates have helped make the world a better place. Teachers, police officers, business leaders, nurses, and other compassionate care professionals. They put the mercy in G-Mercy U. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry made a special call to Queen Elizabeth II to wish her a happy 94th birthday yesterday. The Queen was able to see Meghan, Harry, and Archie on a video screen, but they could not see her as she took the call while sitting on the toilet. Oh, my God. Lil Zahn was hospitalized over the weekend after suffering a panic attack. Apparently, the rapper freaked out after hallucinating that he was a claims adjuster. Just couldn't deal with that. <laughs> and finally, author Suzanne Collins is set to release a new prequel to her very successful Hunger Games series. The book focuses in on Panem in the years before the Hunger Games and is titled The Peckish Games. <laughs> and that's your heart. 
Alrighty, we'll uh, see if we can get ourselves uh, a winner here. We are looking for the answer to this. What do I use to get my dogs to calm down before putting them in their crate? 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Adam. Hey, Adam, how you doing? I am great, Fresno. Excellent. All right, <laughs> do me a favor, Adam. Tell me what I use to get my dogs to go to sleep. The sleep hammer. Sleep hammer. <laughs> Correct. Hang on, Adam. To give you a $60 Metro Diner gift card, Metro Diner is offering family value combos available for pickup that feed families of four to six, and they're only $9 a person. Combos include pulled pork sandwich kit, chicken tenders, fried chicken, and Iron City meatloaf, all served with two sides, a garden salad, and fresh baked cookies. For more information, you can visit MetroDiner.com. All right, let's do music news. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Big dogs running. Big dogs out. There's our guy. All right, we'll start with uh, Corn Green Day, Weezer, and many others are among the acts that will appear at Play On Fest, a streaming music event that will stream concerts for 72 hours from this Friday to at noon uh, through April 26th. Uh, the events will feature previously recorded concerts by the artists from shows on some of the world's biggest stages to unique, smaller performances. Other participating acts include 21 Pilots, Panic of the Disco, Slipknot, Royal Blood, Paramore, Coldplay, Bruno Mars, Portugal Demand, Ed Sheeran, wild. Cardi B, and more. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of this stuff going on now, and you're getting access to things that this content that's been sitting around, and for whatever reason or not, was... Not released. I mean, they they actually Genesis put up um, a, a big a concert film that was that I've seen a number of times. It was actually shot at the Spectrum, but a lot of people were seeing it for the first time and realized that a tremendous part of that uh, special, that documentary, was shot here at WMMR. Yeah, Phil Collins is being interviewed, and, and we talked about Lush earlier. He's the engineer for the thing. It was it's pretty wild. Corn fans will get to see a 2019 performance shot inside a living art installation celebrate the release of the band's most recent record, The Nothing. Green Day set comes from an MTV World Stage Seville performance. Isn't The Nothing the enemy in the never-ending story? Yes. Uh, I guess so, yeah. Uh, that took place in 2019, while 21 Pilots fans <clears throat> can catch their closing headline set at 2019's Lollapalooza Brazil. A Rage Against the Machine fan from San Francisco has filed a lawsuit against Ticketmaster accusing the ticketing company of deceptive practices relating to the the sale of live event tickets and refusal to provide refunds for live events that have been rescheduled or postponed. The fan claims he spent $600 on tickets for a Rage show that was postponed. He is seeking to represent a class action of would-be concert goers who have not received Ticketmaster refund, refunds after the outbreak forced the cancellation or postponement of most large events. Uh, the plaintiff is seeking damages, injunctive relief, and restitution by requiring Ticketmaster to, among other things, reverse the changes they have sought to make to their refund policy as it relates to tickets purchased prior to March 30th. After the coronavirus outbreak forced cancellation or postponement of most public gatherings, Ticketmaster retroactively revised its policies uh, applicable to prior uh, to prior ticket sales to allow for refunds only for canceled events, not postponed or rescheduled ones. Over the weekend, due to intense backlash, Ticketmaster announced that it will issue refunds for more than 18,000 events postponed due to the crisis. It's a unique situation. Yeah. 
And uh, But you can also see why people might want their money. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Stone uh, Sour and Slipknot singer Corey Taylor is planning to launch a new project with his wife, dancer Alicia Taylor. Uh, the couple intend to start a plant-based taco food truck together. Ooh. Although the venture has been delayed by the need to stay quarantined. So it, the truck is made out of plants? Uh, maybe. Oh. In a new video uh, interviewed with Rockfeed while isolating at home, Corey said, I was basically a plant-based taco... Well, it was basically a plant-based uh, taco food truck. Uh, we can't say vegan. There will be some dairy and some stuff in there, but the main focus was flavor, not just content. This way for is it this is a way for us to combine that we with that with a healthier lifestyle. By the way, I just had some vegetarian. Well, just had about a month and a half ago. Uh, vegetarian tacos, kick ass, yeah? really yeah. good. Uh, Jane's Addiction guitarist Dave Navarro has partnered with the Punk Rock and Paintbrushes Art Collective to release his More Government Care Question Mark Limited Edition signed art print. It was part of a recent art installation in uh, New York and is now available as a limited edition. Uh, the painting, which makes a statement about both the United States treatment of immigrant children and the COVID-19 crisis, is limited to 100 prints individually numbered and signed by Dave Navarro. Proceeds from these sales will support the Sidewalk Project to better lives of the homeless. Uh, so that is something that he is involved in. Recently reunited brothers Chris and Rich Robinson <clears throat> both are on, still on the fence about jumping back into the studio for a new Black Crows album. <laughs> so they went on, on tour... And then all this happened. I mean, the tour had just started, right? Yeah, yeah, they had, yeah, it had only been rolling yeah. for a little bit. As it stands now, the Crows are still on board for their summer tour to mark the 30th anniversary of their uh, debut album, uh, Shake Your Money Maker. But admit they're taking it one step at a time before laying down new music. Uh, Rich had said, uh, I have a bunch of stuff, but we want to make sure that we do this properly. We want to make sure that we can do this before we get into a studio and make a record. That would be cool, but right now... Uh, this is what we're focused on. And Chris Robinson, um, I don't know. He said, yeah, maybe. I definitely think Rich and I will write songs together in our future. I don't know how, when, and where, but if Rich has songs, I'm down to hear them and do what I do. But I don't think that we can do that until we see how this tour goes. No sad, bro. No sad, bro. Uh, Chris Robinson says that after six years apart, the two brothers finally got together as a family, not bandmates last summer over breakfast. At L.A.'s famed Chateau Marmont. Uh-huh. Uh, as an icebreaker, the brothers brought their respective kids, making their first uh, time that some of the cousins had ever met each other. He had said, they were like, holy S, we're having breakfast with Uncle Rich and my cousins. This has never happened in our lives. He says, stuff like that will open your heart. And we're eating in the room where John Belushi od Wow, who would have ever thought this? All right, now Marissa handed this to me. I haven't really looked at it yet. Uh, Sammy Hagar and his circle bandmates, Michael Anthony, Jason Bonham, and Vic Johnson, have tethered their phones once again to record music. And we have audio of this, you said, Marissa? Uh, after previously laying down a brand-new song titled uh, Funky Feng Shui, as, also, uh, also, as well as covers of the Who's iconic track, We Don't Won't, <laughs> Won't Get Fooled Again, and Van Halen's Good Enough over the past week's Yesterday, they regrouped to cover Bob Marley and the Whalers' Three Little Birds. I love ah. that song. Uh, it's available on YouTube. I haven't heard it yet, so let's uh, catch a little bit of this. Here we go. Good morning. Let's see what we got here. Lockdown Challenge 4. Let's see what the boys got planned for me today. What do we got? 
own homes. Don't you worry about a thing. Baby, every little thing is going to be all right. Now don't you worry about a thing. Because every little thing is going to be all right. All right, that's fun. Yeah. I love that song, man. Beautiful. I mean, it just takes you right to Delaware. Yeah, it does, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, the beaches and uh, everything. Yeah. Well, there are beaches yeah, yeah. in Delaware. That was Apparently, they're nice, too. <laughs> All right. and <laughs> People don't always say that Bob Marley was yeah, he was Wilmington. He lived in Delaware for a while. That's music news. <laughs> Kathy, I need a number caller for our secret text word. What do you got? Mm, I'm going to go with caller 14. All right. Call that. Now, that's the kind of number we're looking for. That's how you do it. 215-263-WMMR. No sad, bro. No sad, bro. Only 14. <laughs> Call right now. If you know the secret text word and you're calling number 14, you go win a prize. We'll come back in a moment with that. Get ready to wrap things up. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. MMR's Rock Refund. Why are you calling me? Because I won $500 from WMMR. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., 12 noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. to hear the hour's winning keyword. I don't believe it, but I just won $500. For those who enter via our mobile app or our website, there's a $10,000 grand prize. You guys are awesome. MMR's Rock Refund. $500, seven times a day. Details, entry methods, and contest rules at WMMR.com. Hell yeah. Woo-hoo! Brought to you by AT Subaru. Subarus always cost less in Sellersville. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Getting ready to wrap the whole shebang up for the day. And keep this week moving forward. We're already here in our midweek slot. Friday rapidly approaching. Many chances for you to win money still, by the way, with yeah. uh, MMR's Rock Refund. Pierre's going to be moving in here shortly. And uh, he will uh, let you take a stab at it two times during his show. And then Jackson with two times. And... Uh, Jackie will have your opportunity as well. I would like to, however, look for our designated caller, which was number 14 for the secret text word. We are going to go to Doug and see if Doug knows the answer. Hey, Doug, how you doing, man? I'm doing great now. Excellent. Well, Doug, you made it through. You're going to win if you give me the word. What's the secret text word for the day? That would be cookies. Cookies. You got it, buddy. Hang on a second, Doug. For you, we have a digital download of Birds of Prey and Enter the Mayhem. The ultimate edgy anti-hero Harley Quinn joins forces with Birds of Prey to take down Gotham's most nefarious and narcissistic villain, Black Mask. And you can own the digital movie now. We are also going to give that exact same prize to Jim Caponis and Ben Salem, PA, as he was our random texter. So congrats. Excellent. You get Birds of Prey as well. We're wrapping stuff up. So I would like to thank uh, the only guests we had on the show today, which were the Isolation Idol crew. All six of them were great. We even heard Didgeridoo on the air this morning, which was really good. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, we had Phil and Michael make the finals, though. But I want to thank Dan, Kyle, Bill, and Adam as well for participating. We have one more day of the audition process And then Friday, the real deal, and you get to vote. We'll find out who our winner is for 
Isolation Idol. So it's all good. We had a fun today. Uh, Pierre Robert is here. How you doing, man? I am good, thank you. Excellent. Um, you will be taking over shortly. I will. And you have many things planned, I'm certain of it. I do. Uh, before <laughs> before we do that, can we get the letter from you? We can. You can. All right. Preston and Steve <laughs> on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. O as in opportunity. All right. And your opportunity to win this prize comes on Friday, but you'll need these letters. Now you have three of them. $300 whatacrockmeals.com gift card. Whatacrockmeals.com delivers meals right to your door. Toss one of their chef-crafted meals in the slow cooker in the morning, and you have dinner ready that night. Order one meal or a week's worth. You can check out their menu at whatacrockmeals.com. You doing okay today? Yes. Excellent. Just curious how things are in the world of Pierre Robert and the chaos that ensues from time to time with cars being flooded and phones falling apart and all well, that. Well, I did have a little problem. <laughs> oh, no. I so I brought I brought um, some really great granola in uh, yesterday, and then I realized I forgot to bring milk in with it. Mm. Um, so today um, I put milk in a uh, in a uh, thermos can- container. Thermos container. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, but it's got the hole in it where you can drink uh. through it, and I put it in a paper bag on the floor of the Chevy Tahoe, uh. Uh, and. The Chevy Tahoe's carpet mats are all white now. Oh, uh, no. Oh, my God. Uh, Jesus. Milk? It, yeah. Oh, man. But it'll no, that won't well. smell in a day. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be fine. It, 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 uh, it, well, it's culture, Steve. That's it, yeah. Uh, and so... Um, but now cheese mats. I'm growing my own virus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, but so um, that, that was uh, slightly annoying and curse-worthy. With that minor exception, I have... I'm in the peak of fitness. All right. I love um, it. Yeah. All right. What do you got today? Thank you. Did we do the letter? We did the we letter. Did, yeah. All right. We All right. did do the letter. We got the fitness uh, game. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> um, we've got uh, $500 possibly to give away at uh, uh. noon and two. And then Workforce Block's going to be really cool. We've got uh, Peter Frampton's 70th birthday, a uh, block of rival sons. We've got Earth Day to celebrate. And uh, I'm going to do a big tribute to Gene Shea today. Ah. Uh, I found the interview. Actually, Jason Fayon, God bless him, found it. Um, of a conversation I had with him for our 40th anniversary. And we go through all the IDs, and he talks about the radio station in the 70s, and uh, um, it, it was confirmed he finally did pass. Um, Sunday? I think so, yeah. yeah. And um, so uh, to do him credit, we'll do that in some kind of folky songs that, uh, that MMR might have been playing at the time, uh, or some kind of acoustic numbers that will go along nicely with that. Excellent. So right. That's coming up. Nice. Uh, hang with Pierre today. We will take a moment to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme. You can enjoy the convenience of ordering your groceries online. Have them ready for pickup at the time convenient for you. Carefully selected. Brought to your car. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com. Also, Gwynedd Mercy University. Their graduates make the world a better place by putting the mercy in G Mercy U. On tomorrow's program, we will have, like I said, the Isolation Idol final day of prelims. Yes. And uh, we'll get a call back from Carlos Mencia. We are supposed to have him on the other day, but that kind of fell through. So we'll have him on tomorrow. Those things and more. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. This pandemic. 
taking away happy hour. It's killing day drinking. Next message. I was just thinking, why the hell doesn't Gary Lauer have a podcast? That would be a boot. Next message. You want to film a girl without her knowing about it, and you want me to be a part of that, and you don't know what the my problem is? You scumbag mother. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. <laughs> 